0: Yeah, we might have to talk about your impressions with the X as well, because I think you're one of the few people I know that actually has one.
1: I think what's more interesting is having um, two Xboxes in a house. Because <laughs> the X just feels like a regular Xbox. There's nothing different about it other than the games look better. Yeah. Um, But having two Xboxes in, in one house, it's definitely been an interesting situation. Um, Did you put one in the bedroom?
0: The wife getting pissed?
2: Yeah. Sometimes wake like <laughs> her up.
0: Wait, you actually did put one in the bedroom?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I played through Far Cry 5 in like two weeks. So, (laughs) yeah. From bed? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even play it on my 1X. I just played it in bed on the old one.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, once you start getting that comfortable, it is hard to move from the bed if you can play games from there. Yeah. Yeah. To another episode of Brian and His Super Friends, I'm your host Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode is Andy Stoles. What's up, p- p- podcast people? And making his annual appearance on the show, Jeff Engine. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, we were just talking about this before the show. This Jeff, it's been actually a year since you haven't been on. You were here last year for E3. I thought it'd yep. be great to get the get the band back together for this one. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're covering the Electronic Entertainment Expo, or E3, which is the big video game convention that happens this time every year, where all the developers and studios talk about what's coming over the next year, or even into the two years from now. A lot of stuff they announced, I think, is coming in 2019. Um, so it's like a week-long convention, almost, that happens in LA. Um... Last year we did this episode as well. I think it worked best the way we did it last year, which we're going to try to keep that that kind of format this year. Where we're not going to try to talk about everything that was debuted, so we'll probably be skipping some stuff. So if there's certain stuff you're list you're waiting for us to talk about that we skip over, that you know you might be shit on a lot because we can't have four hours of a podcast. I don't think to talk about everything. Um, so we're going to go through the conferences, the order in which they were done over the weekend, and we'll just talk about what we what stood out to us, basically, whenever we're touching on all of these. Um, so we will be covering as much as we can from the conferences from EA, Microsoft, Bethesda, Square Enix, Ubisoft, Sony, and Nintendo. Now, before we get into the conferences and stuff like this, I just want to ask these guys, what is everyone currently playing? I think both of you are, what, into Sea of Thieves? Yeah, I am mostly. I dabble with Sea of Thieves, but
3: I've been playing a ton of Elder Scrolls online.
0: Okay, okay.
1: I got real close to finishing out uh, Far Cry 5, but didn't finish it out quite. Um, And then Sea of Thieves. uh, I'm also finally playing uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild.
0: Nice. I say that like I've played it. I haven't played it either, but I've heard really good things about it.
1: And I got the... uh, I got the uh, Pokemon Quest on the Switch as well, which is kind of fun, but it's nothing too exciting.
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: Yeah, it's like a mobile game with oh, okay, uh, okay. you know, like loot boxes and all kind of junk in
0: it. Okay, I got you.
1: Purchases.
0: That's that's how they get you. That's what everybody's yeah. trying to do.
3: Is that the one that's supposed to go with Pokemon Go? No,
1: this is this is a this was just announced at the same time. Um, okay. the Pokemon Let's Go will have a, uh... That's what it is. Yeah, it'll have a connection up with, um, Pokemon Go. And they announced that, like, a week before, um, E3. It's kind of strange.
0: So there's, what, like, two competing Pokemon games? Um, yeah, there's Pokemon
1: Let's Go Eevee and Pokemon Let's Go, um, Pikachu. Pikachu. I'm not sure what the two differences are. I think it's just your starting character that is different. I'm not sure there's too yeah. much.
3: Okay. mean like, that... Yellow rabbit and the yeah.
0: brown fox-looking thing. I've been playing
1: a lot of Pokemon Go because I travel, so it actually has been something I've been doing a lot lately. So.
0: How's that work on your phone battery? Kills it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky I can't play it on a
1: plane, or else I wouldn't have a phone when I got off. <laughs> um,
0: Andy, are you play anything else besides uh, Sea of Thieves and Elder Scrolls? Uh, Not really. That's it. Pretty much, yeah. Elder Scrolls is
3: really kind of consuming a lot of my time. <laughs>
0: that's okay. That's true. Yeah, that's the online games can do that. Yeah, I'm trying
1: to eventually finish uh, Red Dead Redemption in in uh, for the know,
0: first time or another playthrough? for through? the first time. Yeah. Okay.
1: So that's that's been an off and on thing for me. And then uh, I just I just bought Star Wars Battlefront two because they announced some of the stuff. But I guess we're probably gonna talk about that here.
0: Yeah, we will. Um. That is one that I still jump back to. Um, we can get into that more when I think during the EA when they talked about some of the additions and stuff. I can maybe get into that, but I'm uh, still playing that um, Rocket League. I always fall back on Hard. I I love that game for just if like if I have twenty minutes and I just want to play something for a little bit. Rocket League's the way to go. Just get a couple quick matches in, and you're in, and I'm good. Um, yeah, it's great
1: because it has a time limit.
0: Yeah. Um, still playing Destiny. Um, the first DLC pack, the Curse of Osiris had me for a little bit, but didn't stick around. The second pack, uh, the Warmine pack has held my interest a little bit longer. So that's been going pretty good for now. Um, and I guess we could maybe talk a little bit about that during the, they talked about debuted some stuff during the, uh, Sony conference. So we can talk about that later too. Um, and then there's a lot of games on sale now for e for during like the E3 week so I actually bought um Ghost Recon Wildlands which I want to get into and see what that's like and I think that's pretty much all I'm into right now I always feel like I bounce around between a lot of stuff so I have a hard time keeping track what the hell I'm playing but those are my oh GTA and I still play GTA so Jeff if you I know you were rolling to GTA for a while too if you ever want to jump back into GTA you let me know
1: yeah you let me know anytime I'm on shoot me an invite. <laughs>
0: I will do that because I'm always. It's I still haven't finished friends, all the heists. I won't play
1: it by myself.
0: Yeah, and they keep adding content. Like GTA has held me. Every time I think I'm out, they add something that's like this is awesome, and it pulls me back in. They want to keep playing it.
1: Do you um? Do you have game pass?
0: I don't. No.
1: Oh, okay. I was gonna say because you. I mean, I think you'd like CFEs. especially with if they keep adding content like they have been.
0: Yeah, and that's something we'll get into because I I know we talked last year and and I think Andy and I even talked at one point too during since it came out but my my biggest hang-up was has been additional content like i don't know how long i'd play it before it feels stale to me um but maybe i, I think mean, it'd be
1: fun just like G- gta is but with people that you know you actually know
0: right yeah we can get into that during the because they have some content coming out that they talked about during the microsoft conference so we can get into that during there so all right so that's what we're brought to recently and uh, so we'll just jump into the first conference. First conference was from EA. Um, was there anything that stood out to you guys from the EA conference? My biggest
1: excitement was the uh, Jedi Fallen Order. I was yeah, excited and to that was that nothing actually... more
0: than a title.
1: Right. And I, that's enough for me. I, I <laughs> actually, that sounds like it'd be fun, especially if it's going to be single player story driven. So,
0: Which is really yeah. funny because EA canned Visceral working on a single player only story. And now they announced from Respawn that they're doing a single player only story.
3: So what else is the studio doing this? What else have they done? Uh, Respawn res-
1: made uh, Titanfall and yes. Titanfall Two.
3: Yeah. Okay, I heard really good things about those. Which like everything
0: I saw from the trailers, like graphically looked awesome. So. I got
1: Titanfall Two for like six bucks on sale, and I, just I saw, Yeah, I just the, saw
0: that this week, and I was tempted I, to get that too. I don't know how much I'd play it, but I. The I, I played through the mind. campaign,
1: and the campaign was was actually really good. It was uh. It was a good, good, uh, you know, waste of my time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah I don't some think same, they... some multiplayer. It was fun, but I, all that's left on there now is just people that are really good at the game. So, the it's the multiplayer it's super frustrating.
2: <laughs>
0: well, the the guys that that formed Respawn are ex Infinity War developers. So Infinity War worked on Call of Duty, so they brought a lot of that gameplay and style into Titanfall, and that rubs me the wrong way playing multiplayer in titanfall the only redeeming factor of titanfall is big fucking mechs that are pretty cool i i enjoy that part of it but the infantry-based shooter part of it that feels like now black ops 2 or 3 or the, all, all that futuristic call of duty stuff no I'm, I'm i can't get into that
1: oh you mean like the wall running and everything yeah yeah well not everybody can do it in the single player uh, you're you're special because you're a, you're a pilot so you're able okay. to do some of these things that some of these guys can't.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe gun... shit for six bucks. Maybe I'd even just buy it just for the single player. Uh, you should, man.
1: <laughs> you should. I'll gift it to you or
2: something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, so they, they... Yeah, they didn't talk about anything besides a title and then sort of an era. They said it was going to be between episodes three and four during yeah. the, the Dark Times. It sounded
1: closer to three, just from, you know... Just from the name, because yeah, at that point there's still a fallen order, you know.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like this is the this is something I wanted them to make like a spinoff movie of. But it sounds like you know Darth Vader hunting the Jedi during the purge. That's something I want to see yeah. as a movie. But yeah, I mean, if like all we're gonna a brand give a new game, Darth
3: Vader, yeah, yeah, like he just got the suit and he's just touched the dark side. Like he's yeah,
0: ready to tear it. Yeah, I've talked about my ideas for a movie for that before. I I, I really think you could you could do a movie like set from the perspective of these Jedi that are running from Vader and you start with like five of them and then Vader just shows up like the Terminator and just wrecks shit. And like as the movie goes on, he's picking them off one by one. I think that'd be awesome. So if we get a game like that, I'm all for it. Um, anything else from you guys that stood out to you? Um, well
1: uh An- anthem has a release date um yes. february of, of next year so
0: that kind of stuff it, that's pretty far off it could definitely slide i would say especially with I, the scope I of it i i definitely think it's it's going to slide yes i do not think that release date is going to hold um, um did you guys watch anything from the the anthem stuff cuz they they devoted like 20 minutes to anthem in yeah i watched
3: both of both of the clips that you shared on the, on the Bra guy super friends, Facebook page. <laughs> <Plug>. um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, they kept saying that, you know, like this is an entirely new feature and stuff, but a lot of it sounded like it was just destiny. Yes. Yeah. You know, like they're like, Oh, you're going to do your, your story quest, but then you can play with other people at the same time. And then you go back to the hub. And I'm like, this sounds identical to what destiny has already established. Yeah. Well, then, So I don't know what they're going to do to spin it.
0: Like, I don't know. Even Just... just like the story elements of like when that cinematic trailer first starts, the first 30 seconds or something, there's enemies that look like the fallen. And then they talk about like one city that's like the last surviving city of this planet. So that's just like destiny, you know, protected by walls that all the bad shit's outside the walls. And then whoever you are has to go outside the city to fight people, fight back stuff that's coming at the city and... Try to find—I forget what they what they called it, it during the during the gameplay demo. But there's some sort of power source or something that you know reminds me of the light from Destiny.
3: Oh yeah, like the Traveler. Yeah,
0: so it was a, it was a, it was very similar. Um, but I guess the difference is those like those mech suits are going to be what makes the game for me.
3: Oh yeah, there's there's something. Uh, it looks really fun because you could get into like. One of those, uh, I can't remember what uh, class they called it, but it was the big ass one that had like all the fucking miniguns on it. The Colossus. Yeah, the Colossus. You could just like land and then just start mowing shit down. That looked cool.
0: And it's just, it's a lot of free roaming. Like you can literally just take off in the suit and fly up in the air. And granted, the video they showed of the gameplay was cut up, so you don't know if there's any loading screens in between there. But the transitions of just flying around and then they go underwater without any type of loading screen or any transition. You just fly underwater and you're underwater. Stuff like that is really cool. And the freedom that 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 sense of freedom that that gameplay gave me is something I really want from some of these games. I thought that looked awesome. And they did talk about, I guess, four different classes of armor. There's a Ranger, Colossus, Interceptor, and Storm. I don't really know what the difference is between some of those. I think they talked about...
3: They've only talked about two of them. Yeah, they, they talked, only talked about, about, the, about ranger the ranger and the colossus. Right. They didn't say anything about the storm or the... Uh... Interceptor. There you go, yeah. that one. So, But I'm assuming one's like elemental mage type and the other one's more of like a thief rogue type if you're going to like
0: RPG terms. You definitely had one that felt like a hunter. You had one that felt like a warlock. Colossus feels like your titan, like the yeah, the destiny yeah. classes are there.
3: But, and then it looked like the the first one was just kind of like a
0: melding of all three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, graphically it looks really awesome. I'm hoping it it stays to that. And I obviously the co op element I think looks cool to me. Playing that with friends I think would be a lot of fun. Um, during their little like Q and A session, they did say there's no loot boxes. There will be no paying for power ups. So EA yeah, seems to be learning from. Their past mistakes, hopefully. Battlefront <laughs> 2. Yeah, that's the big one.
1: <laughs> what I'm hoping is the uh, I'm hoping the story is a little bit more cohesive and makes more sense than Destiny does. Yes, um,
0: that might draw me
1: in more than Destiny would. Um, I actually played some of the Destiny beta, but other than not I never played any Destiny, so I'm not one to speak about whether or not <laughs> this reminds me of Destiny or not. But Destiny, I thought it looked interesting, so you know.
0: Destiny's gameplay is really really tight. If you're looking for story and lore, that's all in like the collectibles and stuff. So they don't explicitly tell you what the story is or the backstory for characters, but if you dig through the lore and collectibles and stuff that you that you get, you can get the full story. But it
3: is cumbersome though, yes. digging through that backstory and whatnot. It, it it tends to be quite a effort to
0: do so. <laughs> but the difference with Anthem, I think Bioware is known for how they craft stories and built around a narrative. So I would be able to trust them, I think, to craft some sort of a story that can play out really well. Like, I never, Andy, you m- might have to chime in. I don't know if I feel like you might have played this, or maybe I was talking to your brother about this game, Knights of the Old Republic. Did you play uh, I that? I never was, played. Was that Matthew? I Never played.
3: No, uh, I don't think either of us had ever played it. Okay, I feel like I was talking to one that of you was guys an about original that. Xbox
0: game, right? No, not the the online one. Oh, the, the online one, yeah, yeah. Old I Republic. Sorry, not Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Because that was uh, Bioware I... too, and that was an online, you know, massively multiplayer game, but there was supposedly yeah. a really good story tied to that too, right? Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun at the time, yeah. So even something like that, that's massively multiplayer, and there's a bunch of people logged in and playing their own game, there is a story focus that everybody can, can follow and, and understand, and I haven't heard any bad things about that story, so I think they could do the same thing with Anthem, and I think it would be really cool. I forgot Bioware did that. Yeah. That game's still going. Yeah, I remember them having content like extra content for it at one maybe last year? I don't remember seeing anything for it this year, but I think last year I remember seeing stuff for it.
3: Yeah, they're still releasing stuff, so.
0: Maybe that means the Knights Republic will be uh canon at some point. Fingers they... fingers crossed. Make a movie or something out of that. Um, anything else from you guys?
1: for ea or for for ea well um i thought it was interesting madden 19 is coming to pc but that's not <laughs> that interesting but...
0: yeah I, um, I usually tune out i think when they talk about the sports games
1: yeah and uh they're announcing unravel 2 which I,
3: I have unraveled
1: the original um it's a nice game but it was a little depressing um
3: i heard it was very sad
1: yeah <laughs>
0: The one thing I would say about Unravel I, 2 is they, they released it, or they, they unveiled it like a boss. Like, they went through all the, like, this is what's different between Unravel 1 and 2. These are all new editions. This is what it looks like. They play a trailer, have demo it on stage, and then when they're done, they say Unravel 2 is available right now. It's finished. It's out there. Buy it. Yeah, you, you can get it now, Yeah, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Like, was, I didn't even
3: know it was out. And yeah. then it's like, hey, um, reveal out. Boom! That was awesome. That was a mic drop <laughs> moment for sure. You could say they unraveled it. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Oh, we're moving on. Uh, Jeff, did you want to jump Battlefield. on Battlefront
0: 2 now?
1: Well, yeah. Um, so they got a bunch of uh, Clone Wars content, which everybody was basically asking for nonstop for the first game. So that Like Clone exciting. Wars,
3: um, the cartoon?
0: Well, I guess that era. Or
1: just the era. Yeah, just okay. the era. It's going to all be photorealistic like the rest of the game.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah, we're going to get... They announced Geonosis as a map. Um, playable heroes are going to be General Grievous, Count Dooku, Obi-Wan, and Anakin. Oh. Um, and then they talked about other other refinements, I guess, to the system. of like They're trying to revamp the squad system so it's easier to play with friends. They are adding a starship mode that focuses on dogfights with hero ships. Which, I mean, you can play the heroes versus villains mode of just fighting the heroes against each other, which is cool. But they never had one of those for the hero ships. And I've found since they revamped the progression system, instead of having the loot boxes to unlock uh, like star cards and and your power-ups and experience for your characters and stuff like that, they revamped it where you actually have to use a specific character or, or class of character to get experience to unlock further stuff for that character. So So
3: it's a lot more difficult to do that for the heroes and villains that you get.
0: Right. So if you're playing like in a galactic assault map where you have to build up experience points and then cash in for a hero that may just get killed right away from people that gang up on him, you don't get experience for that hero. But if you play the hero mode, you use those heroes, you get some decent experience and you can level them up that way. But the hero ships are still stuck to. I have to play Starfighter Assault and get experience points and cash them in for a ship. And then if I die right away, that was a waste of points, and I don't get an experience for that ship to level it up. So, this mode will be a welcome mode, I think, for me. I think the Starfighter stuff is fantastic, so I'm I'm anxious to play that with the hero ships.
3: And this is uh free content. Yes. Yeah. They announced that.
0: I mean, they announced that a. I think they after Battlefield Battlefront one. They they realized that having paid DLC was a way to split your player base. Yeah. And you know, I
1: think they weren't just splitting player base. I think they had a lot of people like myself who didn't have the um season pass. Yeah. I just never I never bought in. I just I just quit. I said, you know what, if nobody's gonna play the old stuff, I'm out. Yeah. Cause I like honestly, I could just play um the original Hoth level over and over. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> Like I was happy with just the alpha of Battlefront when it came out. Right. right.
0: Yeah. But so they, I just they, bought
1: Star Wars Battlefront two because of this, um, and it was on sale. It was like twenty dollars. Yes. So,
0: yeah. Because I was trying I'm to excited. push a couple of my friends to get it too. That haven't 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 got it yet. Because I, it got a lot of shit when it first came out. I still thought it was a really solid game to play. Granted, regardless of how the progression system worked and what you had to unlock and and do to get those unlocks and. I think they've they've fine-tuned it now. They've been listening to player feedback. I think they've changed it for the better. But I feel like the damage has been done and a lot of people bailed on the game. But I, I definitely think it's worth coming back to. So if you're on the fence for Battlefront 2, i definitely say give it a shot. Especially if it's on sale for 20 bucks, I think it's totally worth it.
1: Yep, I definitely I think while well, it's on sale, for sure.
0: I think during the conference, too, I, re- I made a note of this, too. They talked about new large-scale battles built around capturing command posts and attacking and taking out capital ships which to me sounds like the modes that they used to have for battlefront two for the original Xbox of like space battles and, and flying into capital ships and trying to blow them up from the inside and stuff like that. If they do something like that, I will lose my mind. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. I I'm
1: just, I'm just hopeful that, um, eventually we get to a point where these battlefront games start getting a little bit crazier where, where they have more players, um, and maybe even bigger environments like the ability to fly from space down to the ground and back yeah. back and forth. Um we have the technology. We can do it.
3: <laughs> yeah, it does get frustrating when they keep putting you into like these little maps and you're just you're constantly running over each other. It would be nice to have like yeah. a much more expanded. It'd be kinda area. cool if there was
1: more persistent battles as well, too. Um where it would be, you know, a, a number of hours before something big or exciting would happen, but there's constant you know, it's just a constant arena for everyone to play in. Um, I just That'd think that would be interesting.
0: pretty cool. I don't know what the selling point for something like that would be. Like, I feel like it'd be hard to get people to want to jump in the game and then they, they get stuck in one match for, like, two hours. I don't know if that's going to be yeah. appealing well, for people.
1: My my ultimate dream is that, like, say, uh, the Battle of Endor is basically photorealistic, one-to-one, just as many fighters in the sky, just as many people on the ground and the ability to go between the two um like that would be my that would be my ultimate thing <laughs> that i'd love but so you think of like a
0: make... you're thinking of kind of like a constant battle where people can drop in and out like a hundred people yeah. or something playing so, constantly and like as
1: long as the movie took make make that battle take you know what i mean <laughs> like play it out you know maybe the empire wins this time you know
0: yeah that would be that would definitely be interesting
1: but that's why I like the Hoth battle in the original game so much. It, just, it felt like the movie. Like, you're just, like, running around the snow, you know. I, just...
0: I do like, there's certain maps in Battlefront 2 that, like, the, the Galactic Assault battles sort of go through in stages. And some of those, I think, are really cool. There's one on Endor where it takes place, like, after the Death Star explodes. But there's still Imperial troopers on the planet and the rebels are trying to chase them out so the rebels at the beginning of the of the match raid an imperial outpost that has an AT-AT walker and they have to commandeer it and then the rebels are driving the AT-AT through the base and taking out imperials which i thought was a really cool way to to do a map that way hmm
1: so like a reverse um a reverse what's that called walker assault or whatever yes.
0: yeah so the imperials are trying to bring down their own walker before it destroys their base <laughs> so stuff like that i appreciate i thought that was pretty cool
1: um so do you also do you also appreciate battle royale modes for games that aren't supposed to have them
0: (laughs) i you know i'm a little bit surprised that that wasn't the craze this year considering like fortnite and PUBG and all these other games that have gotten really big five
1: announced the battle royale mode
0: they did Uh, yeah that's true and i which is funny to me because they Battlefield had its own reveal like two weeks ago. And they talked all about the game and then they saved they said they were gonna save multiplayer reveal for like EA play. And all they did was show a trailer and announce Battle Royale and that was it. I was really expecting a lot more. But considering it their reveal event, they had they said nothing about Battle Royale. I was like, Okay great, Call of Duty's jumping on the Battle Royale bandwagon. Sounds like Battlefield has enough other content that they don't need this mode, but I don't know. I guess we'll hey,
1: see. I think we should have Battle Royale mode in Sea of Thieves. <laughs> I think we should have Battle Royale in uh, Unravel.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, Please. they did say that you could make your own Yarny, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I want to hear how Battle Royale works with Unravel. Enlighten me, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> pitch Pitch us that mode.
3: You can kind of make that happen in Sea of Thieves, as it is, right? Yeah, I think I think it'd be pretty cool. Actually, I thought about this. Um,
1: they have a storm in Sea of Thieves. What if you made the entire edge of the map storm, just like in you know supposedly in uh, Fortnite, and have the storm shrink? And if you go into the storm in Sea of Thieves, you you eventually take enough damage, your ship might you know it might actually sink. Yeah. So I, I think it could work, but. Or they could just keep shrinking the the outer edges, of the which turn red and start making your ship sink. So, I think they could do it, but I don't know if Rare is the kind of developer that's going to sink to that kind of stuff. If they were going to do it, they would have announced it this year, E three probably, because they yeah. announced the two other content releases.
0: Well, considering like every other battle royale game aside from Fortnite right now, that gets hot falls away and people just move on to the next one because I think it was yeah. like H1Z1 was big for a while and then PUBG came out and then PUBG was real big and then Fortnite came out and nobody PUBG lost like half its player base because they've all gone to Fortnite now.
1: Yep. Hey, it's free too. I mean uh, Well, yeah, maybe yeah, Fortnite's maybe Fortnite, Fortnite has
0: a little bit more staying power because it is free and it's easier to just get into and start playing that way. So, that'll be yeah, I'm, I'm still waiting for that bubble to pop, but yeah, you're right. Since it's free, it might actually last a lot longer.
1: So, lastly, on on my list of stuff here is um, EA has sort of like a EA Access for PC. Mhm. So that's like their new thing is that you can you can pay a monthly fee and possibly get a bunch of games. So. Is that, that
3: sort of like the Game Pass for Xbox? Yeah, Xbox has a EA Access
1: as well, which lets you get a lot of old EA games. Um, some of the, you know, some stuff from the last, uh, some stuff from the last year or so. Um, but yeah, they're looking to do something. So maybe
3: like last year's Madden's and NBA's. Yeah. Like Battlefield five
1: is actually on this, this PC, uh, premier service. Okay. I don't know if you guys have origin. Um, it's the only way you can play some of their games, um, on a PC. You have to install stuff through there. It's kind of like steam.
2: Okay
0: yeah I think oh, granted I don't pay a lot of PC games I think I do have <clears throat> at least I made an origin account at one point I think I might have got a few games Andy I actually think <laughs> now I think about it I think I got like a whole bunch of command and conquer games really cheap through that one time <laughs> yes
1: yes I did too I have like pretty much every command and conquer game speaking of the, oh man are we going to talk about that eventually too that that trailer
0: looked ridiculous The which one the mobile one yeah I I sent I've that to that Andy because he was like, a really big Command and Conquer fan, and he's like, "Yeah, I haven't played Command and Conquer in like ten years." But that trailer—it well, good I,
1: it was like all this awesome scenes and footage—and I'm like, "Wow, if this game looks anything like this, that'd be cool." <laughs> and then they cut to the real game, and I'm like, "Okay, it's a cartoon."
3: <laughs> yeah, so I haven't that, watched that, that
0: trailer. So, <laughs> <laughs> I like, did I send you that trailer, or did I just send you that it was happening? I can't. He just sent me that it was happening, okay. and I was like.
3: You know, I played the original Command and Conquer a shit ton, and then like Red Alert, Red Alert 2, Command and Conquer 2. I think I stopped at 3, Tiberian Wars? Or you didn't or play Red Generals? Calcariot. No. Generals was my jam. <laughs> no, I stopped after, I think. I played. I dabbled in Red Alert 3, and I was just kind of like. Eh. Do you play any RTSs anymore? I played uh, StarCraft 2 up until Heart of the Swarm.
0: Okay. Are
1: you, you going to get the Jurassic Park one?
0: Is that Evolution Jurassic Park Evolution or Jurassic yeah. World Evolution, whatever that is? It looks pretty that good. Was more of a Dino Park
3: Tycoon sort of. A thing. Yeah,
1: it's that's more like that. It's not really a competition. That'd be kind of cool though, if you could compete with another park and stick your dinosaurs on. <laughs> that would be
3: cool. Like they had like a, <laughs> like they had a battle royale arena. Yeah. <laughs> battle royale Jurassic <laughs> Park.
0: <laughs> I think we just cracked the code. <laughs> last last guest still alive. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, it, that game did look really
0: cool. Uh, when's the release date on that?
1: I think it came out.
0: Did it? Yeah. I think okay. it's like this week or something like that because the movie yeah, comes I out next week. Yeah, I it was
3: week. soonish. It does look cool. I mean, I I it just cool looks like a really way more complicated Dino Park Tycoon that you used to play at middle school or whatever. Um, all
0: right. Any final thoughts for EA? Okay. Um, the only thing I'll add is, like, we, we talked briefly about Battlefield. I am really excited for Battlefield. I think the destructibility, I think that they're they're showing, they that's always awesome in the last couple of Battlefield games. They're adding the ability to, like, fortify. So when everything's leveled, you can actually have a tool that's going to build you barricades, like sand, sand barricades and stuff to try to build up cover after it's all destroyed. So I think that'll bring a new dynamic to the gameplay and stuff like that but i really just want to see some sort of multiplayer gameplay and they didn't show me that so a little pissed off from that
1: what's your take on the female soldier controversy i'm totally fine with that i don't know Is i don't it know controversy
0: i don't know I, why it's getting that much shit
1: i think that they should have you know the ability to be a female character in multiplayer but i i i feel like you know battlefields never been an accurate depiction of any particular war right you know, exactly it's it's always a little weird or different or something but i mean there really were no female combat people in world war ii Uh, you know i I can see where these people were coming from on that right but i
0: think it's it's still more of like that kind of i don't know racism and all that kind of shit that's in our culture right now and all these toxic fandoms and shit yeah it's bleeding over into anything they can get their hands on yep like i think when i look at it i think
1: how does this affect me in any negative way? And it really won't because no. I'll probably still play through the the uh, the uh, campaign and it'll be just fine.
0: <laughs> well, the other thing too is they're saying they're doing the, can- like the campaign story stuff sort of like Battlefield 1. Which Battlefield 1, their campaign was called War Stories and had a bunch of different missions based around different people.
1: Yeah, so she might only be like a one thing. Right. Who She's knows? one of Nobody the stories.
0: There's probably five or six other ones that are all different people. Not to mention there were female characters in Battlefield One and nobody gave a shit. So why yeah. is it suddenly a problem with this one? I think
1: I think the, the problem these people have is that she's on the cover. Um, yeah. Oh, personally, I I see her goofy hand as as more of a questionable thing than the fact that she's female.
0: Oh, that like claw thing that <laughs> <Yeah>. she has. <laughs> see, I think that's kind of cool because they they talked about at the reveal event that not. Now I'm trying to remember the details, but I feel like you create a character for online and things that happen to that character sort of like carry over. So I think it's like one of those things where if your character loses an arm, you have to sort of give them that kind of mechanical claw thing to keep them going or or something like that. Is That's the impression I got. I might be wrong, hmm. and I'm, I'm anxious to hear more details of how all that plays out and stuff like that. But I guess that's due in the fall, so it'll be here sooner than we think. So I feel like they have to de- start talking about more details for that game. At least... You know, come September or something like that. Actually, did, when did, now I'm second guessing. When does it release? It might even release in September. I'm not sure. I got i I can't remember if it's October or September. It is October. October sixteenth or nineteenth. <clears throat> October nineteenth. Early access for. Uh, EA Access is October 11th. Digital Deluxe Release Early Access is October 16th. Regular Edition, October 19th. So yeah, that's coming a lot sooner than I thought. Um, Alright, so I think that'll wrap up EA. We'll move on to Microsoft. Alright. <laughs> what's uh, what's sticking out to you guys about Microsoft?
1: Well, they showed a lot of stuff that isn't you know, particularly their exclusive. Um, that's where I first saw um, Division 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which looked pretty good. Um, takes place in D.C. Yes. Um, looks like they actually had a little raid through uh, Air Force One crashed on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it looks like they're showing more of the world. You know, it, lo- it looks like it's going to be more of a Last of Us kind of situation than a um, hey, we're just trying to fix up New York here and save people. Yeah. You know, because they didn't really give you a real hint on how the rest of the world was doing uh, during Division, the first Division game. Yeah. So it'd be kind of interesting to see the rest of the rest of that fleshed out. Did you play the first Division, Jeff? I did. Um, I didn't get very far in it. Um, I reinstalled it, actually, because it, it became Xbox One X enhanced. Okay. So I plan to play it at some point.
0: Honestly, if you want to get back into that, let me know, because watching all this stuff for the Division 2 made me want to go back and play this again, yeah. the first one again.
1: I just like exploring New York, to be honest. I, I, and then, you know, the combat's just the bonus. I, yeah, I it, it does...
0: Play really well, mm-hmm. and I think I I liked what they did with the change of setting for Washington D.C. here because I think the the snow New York streets it's very urban and there's not a lot different about anywhere that you end up going
1: well, in that what game. Was, what was cool is
0: I I was watching that trailer and I said, wait a minute,
1: I've been inside of that arboretum or whatever that is where the um, the plants were and everything. Yeah. Okay. That glass building. That's yeah, like yeah. there. it's kinda like um the thing at Pittsburgh like um
3: the conservatory.
1: Yeah. So I've been in there. It's
0: actually it looked pretty realistic. I was surprised. So you can tell your way around Washington DC Washington DC when you're playing the game? Well <laughs>
1: I don't go there that often.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm I am excited for that one. That one caught my attention a lot. And so much so that the, I think the season pass for Division is on sale this week, so I actually ended up picking that up because I didn't have all the other additional content. Oh, really? It. What's yeah. on sale for? I think 16.
1: Okay, maybe I'll pick that up.
0: So that'll give me an excuse to jump back in and try to play some other stuff that I haven't played before. And then they did announce, too, I think they talked about it during the Ubisoft event, but they're trying to give you more stuff to do after you reach the level cap for the Division, so they're they're talking about specializations, you choose from after reaching max level, and then depending on what specialization you get, <clears throat> you get a signature weapon that's tied to that that plays into the class you pick. So you can all, you know, try to complement with what your friends are playing so that you're each trying to do different stuff. Um, they did talk about the year one content for Division Two will be three DLC packs or episodes or whatever they called it, but they will all be free. Now, whether or not that's for the entirety of the game or just year one, but at least the first batches of content will be free for all players and one of the other big things they're adding is eight player raids which to me sounds really good at first until i think about how much fucking headache it is to schedule six people to run a raid on destiny that trying to get eight people to run a raid in division two i think is i'll probably never get a chance to play that because i'm never going to be able to get get that many people together online at the same time it it well, does it scale based on how many players you have did they say I mean I don't know if you'd be able to go in with 4 people and still do it hmm. I guess that's based on difficulty and how high level your characters are at the time but if it's yeah, built for 8 people it'd probably be safer to go in with 8 people
1: I would think that it has to scale cuz not everybody can get 8 people together even the only thing i can think
0: of is that they do matchmaking
1: yeah
3: yeah like pickup groups right cuz I, I don't think uh i don't think you can four run destiny raids with six, like six player destiny raids. I don't think you can run with what three or four and get it done.
0: Right. Well, there, I know I've seen videos of people online that like solo raids. I don't know how they do it. I don't watch the videos cause I feel like I just feel like crap that these people can do it by themselves and I'm struggling to do it with six other people. I try but,
1: to do some solo stuff sometimes and I would just like kind of hide and, and do goofy tricks just to try and, Get the people not to be aggro to me and stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there's ways around it,
1: but that's no fun.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely this Division Two is definitely on the one of you know near the top of my list of anticipated games. It's kind of sucks it's not coming out until 2019, but I it's definitely on my list. I I enjoyed the first one enough. I'm sad I didn't play it past like finishing the story so i'm i'm kind of anxious to jump back in and try to try to play some more of that and i think it'll hopefully hold me over until division two comes out so yeah i'm looking forward to that one um anything else
1: uh cuphead the delicious last course
0: (laughs) did you beat the the main game for that
1: dude i only made like two levels in (laughs)
0: I've heard that's pretty difficult. I haven't it's, played it myself.
1: It's nearly impossible. I, I'm amazed whenever you watch stuff online and people will get through there. But one yeah. thing I will say about this Cuphead DLC, it actually is Cuphead the DLC. So it's Cuphead the Delicious Last Course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did not catch that.
1: Yeah. So I'm sure that was intentional. That's cute. But anyway, that's I don't really need to talk about that too much. It's not <laughs> that exciting. I, I'm probably not going to get it because I just... That game is way too hard. I am i don't have the patience to get the muscle memory down to, you know, I'd rather play something else.
0: Yeah. There's a fine line between, like, rewardingly difficult and frustratingly terrible.
1: Yeah. It was basically a donation to that developer for making something <laughs> unique.
0: There you go. Uh, Andy, anything stick out to you? Um,
3: I never really played the Division 1. Um, and quite honestly, I get irritated by the uh, notifications I get on PS four <laughs> about people getting <laughs> high ten high loot items or whatever. I feel like it just floods my fucking notification feed.
0: Oh, anybody that plays it on PS4 for you, they just every time they get something good it pops up as a notification for you. Yeah,
3: every time they get like ten high end items, it's like my, my whole like timeline is just like ten items, ten items, <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, stop it and I can't seem to turn it off. But I mean, I heard it's really good. I just haven't haven't played it. Does it does this one make you want to play the second one or, not really. Okay,
0: it's just not my type of game. Yeah. Uh, was well, there anything in here that stuck out to you? Uh, Microsoft. Yeah. Sea of Thieves content. The Sea of Thieves content. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it looked yeah, like they were gonna they're... have some some uh, NPC ships, which it surprised me because, you know, everybody's swarping swore, swore down. No, they're not doing NPC ships. It's not this kind of game. So. I just said, well, this is gonna, you know, what kind of game is this? You know, the, yeah. the, so now we're gonna have NPC ships, we're gonna have you know skeleton ships patrolling the seas. I don't know. Um, it didn't, you know, they weren't super specific, but I'm not sure if the I think that's the that would be the um, cursed sails um, that would be my DLC, yeah. yes. Yeah, so I don't know if that means that it's gonna be a specific spot, kind of like the uh, Megalodon was, or if it is going to be just you're gonna have a random ghost ship. That you got to go attack or, or beat or get attacked by or followed by or something right so we'll see um if it's you know it, it might be like the first week just kind of like uh the megalodon was the first week or two um you had to go to a specific spot you had to do these these quests to get to it um but i'm wondering if um if they'll start out with just having it be a random event or if it'll be something you have to conjure up kind of like this was and then there's uh, a map update um, that's going to add a volcanic region um, that will be called the um, Forsaken Shores. So there wasn't too much detail on there as well. Um,
3: so are we talking like an arch- archipelago of sorts, like four or five islands? They, I would say, really say, much.
1: well, there's currently just kind of like three locations right now. Yeah, like three areas of I'm the map. I'm wondering yeah. if they're gonna they're gonna expand the whole map or if they're going to add it onto one of the corners or something like that. So who okay.
2: knows?
1: From what I heard or from what I see in discussions, it kinda seems to me like this is gonna be a a pretty sizable update that contains like almost an entire new region, just like the current three regions.
3: Okay. The, what I'm getting irritated with on Sea of Thieves is is the limited play. Limited like just like edition. stuff to do, no, just like the megalodon. Like you said, I can't, uh, I can't like okay. do the quest or anything. Like, w- why limit it? I don't yeah. understand. Like you're, you're, you're segregating your player base. Like if I wasn't able to get to it, or I was on vacation for two fucking weeks, I can't do that now. That's yep. that's irritating to me. I agree with you. I don't know why they're doing that. Like part of like these games is replayability. Like what if like. Two months now i'm like hey that megalodon was fun let's do that again (laughs) yeah i don't see why i can't why i I don't get it It, i don't see why you can't just leave
1: that merrick character sitting on the island i don't see why you couldn't just go talk to him anytime you want right Um, it's
3: just i I don't i don't get it why why
1: yep it's irritating i don't see why like so they added these new guys to the um the tavern why can't those guys just offer that quest and then you, when you go there, Merrick is there, just hanging out. Like I don't like. Yeah. Wow has done this for how many years now? It's been what, like fifteen years or something like
3: that. Yeah, and you can still do every quest in Wow that you yeah. want to.
1: So it's I, I don't really. The only thing the Megalodon quest made me realize was how cool this game actually could be if they would have all of the quests always available, and that that shouldn't have been a single quest update. They should have put like twelve of those in somehow, you know. I, it doesn't seem like they did much work for this. So hopefully in the future they they wisen up because I well, Do we know if
0: it was a one-time thing or is it going to be like a monthly thing or every other month um, that it could pop up?
1: They said there's going to be weekly events. Right now there's like this um, – there's a new event right now where you have to find these thrones and then do the sit emote in them and you earn credits for uh, a new a new group of guys called the uh, Bilge Rats. So, oh, yeah.
3: That's going right now?
1: Yeah, that's, that's that's currently playing right now. And that's limited morning. as well. I believe it is time limited. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then there's going to uh, be argh! yeah. so that, <laughs> Why can't you ask those guys and be like, hey, you know, what's the deal with these throne things I've seen here and there? And then they'll send you on a quest to go get them, and you know.
3: Yeah, I don't. It, the, the limited thing is really starting to piss me off.
0: Well, I'm thinking yeah. specifically for that Megalodon one. Like, if it's you know a week or two this month, and then like two months from now, they go, oh, it's back, and then it's on for another two weeks. Okay, yeah, if they cool.
3: if they make it like, you know, bi monthly or something like every other month, you're like, Hey it's Megalodon week well, you know that's I cool. think the only thing that
1: you're gonna miss out on one hundred percent are the tattoos for your um for your body in the game. I think that's the only thing you can't get now. Um which everybody works clothes pretty much, so am I wouldn't say that's too bad, but now you're gonna you're gonna have to randomly Find the megalodon in order to kill him and get the achievement. So that's a little bit more difficult because it was easy to conjure him. You had to get people together and stuff to do it. But I think uh, I think if you randomly find it, um, then your crew has to single-handedly take it on. At least with the crew finding situation, you had at least two ships that could fire at it. So it was it was a tough fight, and I I don't know a single crew can do it gotcha but there was a lot more shown than just that um you know there was big gears of war footage shown and everything like that
0: yeah they announced three different gears games the the gears pop looks ridiculous <laughs> yeah yeah they're all for different systems too the gears pop which incorporates gears as the funko pop toys is for mobile devices oh it's uh, mobile yeah i didn't know that was mobile uh, Gears Tactics is like an RTS type of game, I think they were talking about. And that's, I think, PC. And then Gears 5 is the console release for the you know continuation of that Gears story. Which I haven't played Gears 4. I've heard decent things about that, but I have not played that one yet either. I played a little bit of Gears
1: 3. That's about it for me.
0: Is that the only Gears game you've played? Yeah. Okay. I played Gears 1. <laughs> Andy, I remember... When 360 came out, I don't think I had one, and I remember playing co-op with you for the first Gears. Yep. We Yeah, I remember coming up. Yeah, because we'd be there on the couch for, like, hours playing that game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was fun. That,
3: that was fun, yeah. Oh, the days of couch co-op. <laughs> I think I have Gears of War 2 and Gears of War 3. I just never even... I don't think
0: I even opened them. Really?
3: Yeah, I just... You know, video game ADD. It's just, it's <laughs> really stick around on anything.
0: That first Gears trilogy is pretty sweet. I actually really enjoyed the story and played through all those. I did play through the first three. And I remember doing, when they started doing like the horde mode in Gears 2 and then they they turned it into like a tower defense horde mode in Gears 3. All that shit was really, really fun. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd get Gears 5 or I don't even think I'd worry about tactics or the pop, but I mean Gears 5 might be on my list somewhere low if it, if I find it on sale or cheap or something but they're good but they never really were at the top of my list for stuff like that I don't know either of you excited for Gears? Nah no, not really It's I mean, good it looks, that it Microsoft like has like a
1: first party game that people can't get excited about though that's not Halo
3: Right um, So they didn't really reveal much in
0: the Halo Infinite trailer either No yeah, they debuted the trailer for the next Halo game. There was no gameplay, no story details, no additional content. Whatever they're doing with that game, we don't know. So the,
3: what studio took it over after Bungie?
1: I think it's just uh, their own thing, 343.
0: Three three four, oh, 300. Yeah, 343 three is made up of like a bunch of ex-Bungie employees. Bungie kind of okay. split in two. Some of them stayed with Halo to make 343, and then some of them went to Activision as Bungie. To work right. on Destiny. So, yeah. I, I The rumors are that this game is going to be some sort of open world game. Well, just which, from
1: the title alone.
0: Yeah. And even the way the trailer plays out. Like, they're right. showing you sprawling environments of, like, animals in the environment. Which is something Halo never worried about before. But, I mean, I don't know. The thought of, like, getting together. Assuming it's, like, co-op in some, some form. That, like, you can get together with your buddies and jump... Just jump in a warthog and drive around the halo ring. That sounds cool to me.
1: Yeah, I could see it being almost more like a, um, like a, like a Breath of the Wild type of game, maybe. Um, but more, you know, combat driven than yeah. story or quest driven. Um, it'd be kind of cool if somehow they really managed to uh, have you able to walk the entire ring. That would be something to see. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, and there has to be some sort of story details because the story from 5 didn't conclude. So if they're trying to do like another trilogy, obviously the story from this one has to wrap up with the previous two games that they've set up. So I'm I'm actually anxious to see where the story goes because I am invested in that story with Master Chief. And I know a buddy of mine that's really into Halo keeps hearing that this is going to be Master Chief's last game. So if they hat. continue the yeah, if they continue the <laughs> Halo franchise after this, it might not be with Master Chief. It might be somebody else. So, I think he's already like I don't know how I feel about this one. <laughs> He'll master it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. He's still grinding away at Halo Five, trying to get like max level online. Um. The a couple other games that stuck out to me, Forza Horizon Four, I think looks really awesome. I'm confused by this. What is confusing?
3: This whole open world racing thing? Do you actually get to race or do you just drive around with other people? They have I'm, um super confused by I that. I played it a little bit. A little bit. Yeah,
1: it's, it's like if you just want to goof around in the world, you can, but then there's also specific races and there's like a almost like a a campaign you have to follow.
0: Yeah, the I I jumped into Forza Horizon 3. I bought that when it was on sale and uh, have been playing that with a couple different people um that one they that one was set in Australia so there's there's like the horizon event is basically like the campaign so you are the i guess proprietor proprietor of these events that you want to put up like tents and festivals around Australia and you have to go through races gaining fans and money to open up events and venues around Australia so you can just cruise around the environment with you and a buddy Or as you're cruising around the environment, there's different missions and races and stuff to do to earn fans and money and then continue the festival building and all that stuff. So there's a little bit to it in that sense, but it is just really fun to drive around with your buddies. But I think we talked about this. I actually think we brought this up last year with something. I can't remember what at the time. Oh, we were talking about the crew last year. That's what it was. Where. After playing GTA, it's hard to just drive around an environment in a car and feel confined into the car that you can't just get out and walk around. GTA has broke me that way.
1: Yep, I agree. That's so why I actually don't even like racing in GTA unless there's some kind of interesting twist, like you know, trucks versus bikes or something like that. Yeah,
0: I don't. Actually, I just we haven't played that in a while. Too, racing is just it.
1: super boring to me. So these games they look great. It's a great. It's tech demo really. I, I just think, I, I, I know some people like it, you know, but it's just not something I'm going to buy.
0: Yeah, I do I do have fun with it, but it's, it's not one that I tend to like, if I'm playing it by myself, or, or I usually don't play it by myself, if I play it, it's with other people. And if I'm playing stuff, if I'm by myself, I usually end up playing different stuff. But it, yeah, it does look pretty. I, I like the idea with this dynamic weather they talked about, where the different seasons gives you access to different parts of the world. I thought that was kinda cool
1: I think I don't know I think what I'm most excited for is that the developer playground games is gonna be for um use for the halo infinite as well, so oh are they a lot of the um a lot of the the good environments and stuff from Forza hopefully will translate into Halo infinite,
0: yeah um. Andy, what do you feel about Horizon? Does that still interest to you or no? No, I just the,
3: the the racing games that that you have to like play a story mode for just don't really like I can see having like a career or something.
1: So you didn't but like Diddy Kong racing?
3: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, never played it. Um
1: It has a story.
3: Like I can see careers like owning cars and like winning races and getting money and you know like I don't know. I guess I'm a little bit more old school with that, like the old uh, Gran Turismo type games, where you just have a career, have a garage.
0: Customize, I mean, there's a there's a sense of that like in that. Forza Horizon, but instead of just like picking a race from a list of available races, you just drive around the world to the next race and start the race. But you I do it, I'd, like I, th- I think I'd, money, I'd can... rather
3: just have a. Text-based thing say, okay. go to this race. <laughs> I'm like, god damn it, I have to drive all the way the fuck over here to do this <laughs> race. So you want a little bit more linear
0: in that sense for you?
3: Yeah, I just I just I don't get the whole drive around and find races thing. Okay, fair enough. Um, and and is this all online, or can you just see, sign I on and play? Because like, the, I don't it's know. If getting it's getting a little ridiculous. These single-player games all adding all this multiplayer yeah. stuff yeah
0: well the, i mean <clears throat> which the, is you um, know
3: some games need that but i think i feel like some games really you know glimmer as single player
0: <laughs> games yeah and i don't know i don't know if it changes between forza horizon 3 and 4 3 you could play singly by yourself but what it does is the forza system has something they call drivatars so it if anybody else on your friends list has played the game, it sort of like imports their like ghost of a car into your game. So you'll see someone on your friends list driving around in the world, but it's not actually them playing. It's just their drive avatar that's been downloaded to the Forza servers that finds its way into your game. So it looks like you're racing against your friends, but you're not really. If so that it's like makes it's sense. like a Mario Kart ghost. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Essentially. So when you're driving around the world, you see a lot of gamer tags over top of cars, but they're not, you know, actually there playing with you. They're just there to look at, kind of. I mean, you can do it co-op and online and stuff like that. And I feel like they're pushing that more in Forza Horizon 4 than maybe they did in the previous Forza Horizon games, um, at least from the tech demo they showed on, on during the conference. Um, but I'm sure if you if you wanted to play it singly, there, there's the ability to do that. And um, Jeff had mentioned talking about Playground Games. Microsoft did announce during their thing that they bought up five different studios that are now Ooh. working as part of Microsoft Studios. Yeah. So they talked about one called The Initiative, which they didn't really tell us who they got for that. That seems like a brand new studio they created, but they're, they were hyped as being storytellers, so they may be working on some sort of single-player type game. Uh, they bought up Undead Labs, which is the developer behind State of Decay, Uh, They bought Playground Games, which is developer behind Forza Forza Horizon. Um, Ninja Theory, which I don't know what they've done. The game they mentioned was Hellblade. I don't know what Hellblade is. Has either of you know what Hellblade is? No. I've
3: seen it in the store, but I've never played it. I don't know what it's about. Okay.
0: Apparently Hellblade got a lot of hype, so people like that game. I don't know what that is. Um, And the last one they bought was Compulsion Games, which is the developer that's making the We Happy Few game that they showed at their conference as well and i think they showed it last year too uh so yeah they're they Microsoft is they don't have too much to talk about this year as far as exclusives well they talked about exclusives but maybe not anything that really stood out to me so hopefully within the next year or two if they bought up these studios and they have them working under Microsoft we'll get to see some cool unique stuff within the next couple of years for what these studios are working on um,
1: yeah, it's just too bad that it's it's still so far in the future that we're going to get any kind of announcement out of any of these guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, considering, like, last year, I think they talked about Scalebound, and then between now and this last year and this year through E3, they canceled that game and, I think, closed that studio. Yeah. That was supposed to be a big get for them, and yeah, that fell
1: apart. E3 is, is good and bad, because, you know, they, they showed Cyberpunk 2077, and that's not that might not even come out during this gen. In the looks of it,
0: that game's already like four or five years old. They announced that like really years ago. It looks ultra confusing to me. <laughs> I actually think it. I I want to see what the gameplay looks like, but I've I was trying to read up on that a little bit. That it's it's a first person RPG. So I don't know what type of story they're working on. There seems to be. The way somebody described it, and I can't remember how exactly, but it reminded me of like the closest thing we'll get to a Blade Runner game. Yeah.
1: Okay. It did look like that, yeah.
0: So, if that's the aesthetic
1: they're
3: going for and stuff like that, I'm on board. It kind of looked Johnny Mnemonic-y to me. Yeah,
0: yeah. I could get behind that too. I think think that's kind of a unique setting and and aesthetic that I haven't seen in many games before. Especially first-person RPG, that's like I think Deus Ex is like one of the few that I can think of that does something like that. Um, is there anything else from? Oh, uh, Kingdom Hearts Three is happening and it's coming to Xbox, which I think is a big get for Xbox.
3: is isn't that more of a Square Enix thing.
0: It is a Square Enix game, but all the other Kingdom Hearts were Sony exclusives. They never made oh. it to Xbox.
3: Okay. So if you wanted if you only have an Xbox and you wanted to catch up on 1 and 2 you're just I
0: up. would not be surprised if somehow <laughs> between now and then they announce like oh you buy Kingdom Hearts 3 and you get like download codes for 1 and 2 or something like that. I could Are see them doing something like that. So they would no longer be Sony exclusives 1 and 2. My guess is if if we're getting Kingdom Hearts 3 to Xbox now that maybe it was like a timed exclusive thing for the other two, and maybe they can go back and then release them for Xbox. That's okay. a guess. I don't know for sure, but that's a guess. Because I don't think cause Square Enix isn't owned by Sony, so I don't know much. It might it have been just an exclusivity deal that they had with PlayStation to put those games on there. Um, and then the the last thing I have in my notes that kind of surprised me. Not that we saw anything from it, they just kind of said it's coming and it'll be here next year. Is Battle Toads?
3: <laughs> that first game for Nintendo is so impossible. fucking difficult. Yeah, once you get into the sewer on the whatever hover bike thing, is just, just all bets are off. You're, you you can't make it past that. There's no far, There's no way.
0: And that was what they put in the announcement trailer. They showed that fucking pink wall and that bike yep. just slam into it, and you're like, God damn, Battle Toads. <laughs> But, yeah, you know, I remember playing that as a kid and being completely frustrated with not being able to get past that fucking level. Uh And now as an adult, I want to give it a shot, but I don't know if it's just going to be just as bad.
3: I feel like you could even use Game Genie and it wouldn't get you past that. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Put in the code, damn it, and I still can't do it.
0: (laughs) Oh, the days of old time cheating. Yeah, so I don't know what that game's going to be. They The little trailer they put out says like they're kind of poking fun at themselves and saying it's gonna be 4k resolution on a 2.5 d graphics yeah so it still yeah. sounds like it's gonna be the side scroller that Battletoads was but it's gonna be in 4k so that could that could be fun I'm intrigued yeah well i I want to see what the gameplay looks like that's that that could sell me on it what the gameplay looks like and I think it said, did it say three player co op? I think too. So I believe so. Yeah, that that'd be. Were there
3: four battle toads before?
0: I I only remember only ever being able to play it with two, like two people at a time. You might, uh, you know, what? Yeah, there might have been th- three because I think you could okay. play two player, but you could pick between three different okay. colors. I
3: couldn't remember if there were three or four. I keep, you know, they're green and remind me of turtles. So uh, yeah, you know, it's e- yeah, it's yeah, it's <laughs> to get
0: confused. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, a few other quick little things that Xbox threw out at the end of their conference. Um, they ended it sort of wrapping up talking about how their Xbox team is working on something called Microsoft AI, which is to further advance games and make them more immersive as far as the AI that's in the games for NPCs and stuff like that and enemy enemy characters and stuff. So I don't know why they name dropped that, but I guess we'll see if they do anything with that. Um They mentioned that Microsoft cloud engineers are building a game streaming network that will give console quality games on any streaming device. So that is in the works. How long that will take to get done or what the plan is for that, who knows, but they are working on it.
1: I just, I don't see that happening until everybody's got 10 gigabit ethernet or something all through their house or something like that. Because I I use in-home streaming over a wired connection to a computer and there's all kind of lag issues and things like that. Right, I'm not sure if maybe it's they just don't manage the ability to, um, like maybe my, my Xbox is the host for the game that I'm playing and then I'm also trying to stream, so it's not working at the same time. Right, um, but I run into tons of problems, so I'm not really sure if this is ever going to be a thing.
0: Well, there's been other like consoles that have tried streaming and cloud games and stuff and none of them have lasted so it's it's a technology that still needs perfected so this is probably still a couple years away so we'll see if they announce something next year that they've made any progress or if this is going to be one of those things they talk about and then never talk about again maybe like 10 some, years from now it'll be available? It could be uh, yeah, the last thing the they talked are... about was that the uh, Xbox team is deep at work on the next most powerful console so they're already in the works talking about the next hardware Come
1: on guys, I just bought the X. Like, I know. Don't do this to me.
0: <laughs> I mean that's probably still a couple of years away, too, obviously. Yeah, I'm just so kidding. I I'm good. They're they're gonna try to get as much as they can off that Xbox One X, but they're failing the console war, so the best way to get back on the horse is to make another console. So if they're falling that hard, they might push this out a lot sooner than we think. Uh Andy, I cut you off. What were you trying to say before? Don't remember. Okay. Must not be that important. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, Alright, I think I hit everything I wanted. Anything else from Microsoft for you guys?
1: Um, They showed some Crackdown and stuff like that, but...
0: Oh, that's right. Yes, Crackdown 3 does still exist.
1: Yeah, It doesn't look that great. I'm not as excited for it as I was before.
0: Yeah, I was more excited last year, and I think now that it's taken this long to come out, I've kind of, like, came down on the other side of that wave.
3: It was Crackdown the one that said that everything was open world and seamless? It didn't look like there were any loading screens at all?
0: It is open I world. S- I think they
3: touted more of the destructibility of the yes. world as well. Yeah, they were bringing oh,
0: down okay. skyscrapers in one of the earlier trailers.
1: Yeah, with like physics handled online by the cloud servers and everything like that.
0: Yeah, and they were, this trailer had no mention of destructibility or that kind of thing. They nope. just had Terry Crews and yelling the whole time. it looked much
1: more cartoon cell-shaded. Than I remember before as well, so I don't know. They might be copping out.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm anxious to see if that destructibility engine sticks with it. You might have me, but if it's just the same as Crackdown One, just again, then yep. I I don't know. Um, all right, let's move on to Bethesda. What uh, what stuck out to you guys from Bethesda? Fallout seventy six. I figured that was the big get. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um Super confused. <laughs> How about? Fallout seventy six.
0: <laughs> Just everything
3: about it? Yeah. Oh, uh, what the fuck is it?
0: Um <laughs> uh, They what? they
3: came out in in the interviews and said that it is not an MMO. Seems but like it's, it's a but game they you, but they did say online, it's right? entirely online. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you only seemed... play on these like little mini servers where you're playing with, instead of, like, everyone, you're only playing with, like, 20-some people. Hmm. Yeah. And you have to build your own settlements and stuff, but I guess other people can wreck your shit, too. So I don't know if it's going to be... It's not an MMO. I don't know. The whole thing is, like, super confusing. And I love Fallout... But I think I need to see more on this. Well, my <laughs> it kind biggest of question like ARC.
1: is, what it sounds like? Yeah, to me.
3: no, I actually I was talking about to this with Emily, and I said this sounds like Ark to me. Like they just took Arc and said, okay, we'll just you know re recolor it as Fallout,
0: you know.
1: <laughs> One thing that I noticed: it looks like it takes place in West Virginia. Is yes, that... it does. Okay, they
0: did confirm that. Yes,
1: because I I saw the Greenbrier Resort in some of the pictures which was actually it was actually like a real actual fallout shelter for the government at a time yeah it was um it was designed to be an evacuation point for the entire government to go and operate straight from from there and it was hidden for a long time and then um somebody found out about it and they they just they just moved that location, whatever that is still today, to somewhere else that we don't know.
0: Yeah. But you yeah, can go tour s- it.
1: You can actually go downstairs and check it out. So I think it's a cool location for this game.
0: I think they said too that the the seventy six is the year, right? This is supposed to be like nineteen seventy six.
1: No, it's gonna be what is it, twenty twenty one, seventy six or something like that?
0: Yeah.
3: Something like that.
0: Oh, no, I thought it was like a I thought it was a prequel.
3: To the other Fallout games, yeah. So the other ones take place after twenty one seventy six. So you know how in the other Fallout games, there's like, are like you come out of the vault and there's already civilization, there's already cities and established settlements and stuff like that. Okay. Fallout seventy six is supposed to be you establishing those settlements. Oh, okay. gotcha. Okay. So this is like the first, you know, non mutant people, non robot people. Okay. Establishing stuff.
0: Um. My question, Supposedly. sort of like Andy, what you were getting at too. I I don't know what about this constant online thing. If you're just walking around the environment, minding your own business, playing your story, and then you come across somebody, what's to prevent them from just killing you and taking all your shit? Get good. Because I mean, <laughs> Jeff, you know from playing GTA Online, that's yeah, what happens. You get wrecked.
1: <laughs> you know, I, GTA has uh, what's it called mode? Um, passive mode. So. Maybe they'll have a passive mode.
2: It'll be more. Maybe. It'll
1: be like GTA Online, but bigger and more to do. Maybe more, um, more story-driven stuff that you can experience with random people and
3: so. stuff. Yeah. So from what I've heard, there's you know how they like their acronyms in Fallout. Uh, I guess your settlement is based in something you, you can fold and unfold into something called Camp C A M P. I don't know what that stands for. <laughs> but apparently, like, end game content, like, you're actually firing nukes at people, and it'll warn you if, like, your camp is going to be nuked, so you can oh, run back Jesus. and, like, fold it up and <laughs> move it before it actually does get nuked. But I don't know, like, I don't know what happens to your settlement when you're not playing. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was yeah. thinking that your settlement might be only
1: during the game that you're actually playing right then. Almost like um, when you join a GTA five game, you know, any wreckage and stuff that's outside of your apartment, that's not there. Next time you log in, you know, maybe you can build stuff, but it's only for that instance.
3: Maybe.
0: I mean, that would be the safe way to do it. You don't want a constant online thing. Yeah. You have to set up like tower defenses before you sign off. Yeah. Cause it, which is
3: what arc is.
0: I yeah,
1: believe arc is that. So if, yeah. if the server that you're on is, you know, hosted by somebody kind of like in Minecraft, um, you know, if you play with people on Minecraft, they could come and destroy all your stuff while you're not there.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a dick move.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, generally is, you pick yeah. and choose
1: who you play with, so you don't have that happen.
3: Yeah. And and I, I did hear that they were going to have um private servers eventually. Yeah. So I bet so that's so probably you what could, happens. So you could, you know, do uh you know, play just with friends and, and, and or frenemies or whatever you want to call. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So So I'm I'm guessing that's probably how it's going to be. It's going to
1: be more like people splitting out and playing on private servers than playing on the online mode.
3: Yeah. I guess I was a little uh, uh, disappointed that it's not just strictly Bethesda, Fallout, first, you know, one-player action, you know. Yeah. Great, now I have to play with people. (laughs) Well... I think sometimes for, I just don't want to, you know.
1: For someone like you, I think that they think, well, you could probably just skip this one and wait for the next one. Um, you know, but it's not really great for the fan base either. But
3: I, I, I see the allure of having, you know, Fallout multiplayer and stuff. That part of that that sounds cool. I just, you know, I wish there was. We were talking about it earlier, like an opt-in or opt-out, right? Offline mode or whatever.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like Minecraft in that sense too. But there is no single, you know, server matchmaking
3: for Minecraft. So and and it sounds like there's no story mode to this either. It really? It sounds yeah. From what they were saying, there are no quests. When they first came out and said that there were no quests, it's just open world. You got kill stuff and build your settlement. But then they kind of like got the feedback from everything, the and they're like, "Oh, well, there may be quests in Hollow Tapes and stuff like that." And apparently, there's no NPCs or cities either. Hmm. So uh, people were guessing whether, um, uh, you know, mutants or you know, like the the automatons would be NPCs if you could count those or not, since they're not, you know, yeah, human
0: or whatever. But so it
1: kind of sounds yeah, like was, GTA five without the campaign. And only GTA, on, GTA Online.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't even sound like there's much to do in that game. GTA Online at least has stuff to do.
3: People were comparing it to Sea of Thieves. Yeah, of oh, it. You know, like the limited server per player, you know, thing. And then, you know, like content. Like what are they really showing us, you know? It, it's still pretty up in the air. I mean, it didn't give us a lot to go on, so... But there's a lot of interviews and whatnot with the uh, game producer, I think. Uh, if Todd you guys ever, Yeah, if you ever want to you know, look up on that because there, there's a lot of that.
0: Okay. Yeah, I was trying. I Honestly, I haven't played, I don't think, really any of the Fallout games. So I haven't watched this one as closely as maybe some of the other people. I mean, it still sounds interesting. But the way you're describing it, yeah, I am concerned for a lack of content and stuff to do. Yeah. Right now, I'm gonna say, uh, you know,
3: as far as buy sell, I'm gonna sell this one until I find <laughs> out more. Yeah. Uh, anything else from Bethesda for you guys? Uh, they also teased uh, next gen Elder Scrolls six. Yeah, that was nothing more than like a 30 second title reveal. I think. Uh, uh, yeah, just kind of like a, a drone shot of mountains <laughs> and, yeah. and and music and stuff. Uh, people are predicting it's going to be Hammerfell and High Rock. Which is uh, I don't know if you guys are into like lore of Elder Scrolls or whatnot, um, but it's like the orc area,
0: okay of Tamriel. Uh, Jeff, anything from you for Bethesda? Um, they had
1: that joke thing where it was like the special, like the extra. Yeah, the Skyrim edition. very
2: special um, edition. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
3: that was funny. I love it. That was trailer. very good. It makes me wonder if Keegan
0: Michael Key plays. Skyrim, he,
3: he probably does.
0: Well, you know what's funny stuff. is that that is actually a thing you can do on Alexa now. You can actually play. If you it, go to Skyrim. Alexa and say "Play Skyrim," you, she asks you to confirm, and then you go through the text adventure like that.
1: I hope somebody, <laughs> I hope somebody's listening to this podcast out loud on a speaker, so their Alexa is now triggered. <laughs> Alexa, turn off the lights.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I heard there was a South Park episode that did that to a lot of people. <laughs> Where the, the the whole episode, if you had Alexa running while you were watching the episode, it,
0: it fucked with everything. <laughs> when I originally bought my Xbox One that had the Connect with it, I had it so I could yell at my Connect and say Xbox on, and it would turn on. And I had it under the TV when a commercial for Xbox One was playing with Aaron Paul, and he said Xbox on, and my Xbox turned on. <laughs> I thought that was really funny for a second, and then I had to get up and turn it off, and then I got pissed. <laughs> Um I mean they announced Bethesda announced a couple other games. Rage 2 I really know nothing about. It looks open world first person shooter kind of reminds me of Mad Max, but I, I don't know. it Still didn't look like it it looks pretty, but it didn't really interest me. Yeah,
3: it didn't really interest me much either. Um they also uh, announced another uh intellectual property called Starfield.
0: Yes, yeah. Which, I didn't really get too many details on that, so I don't know what that is. They didn't really
3: give us many details, but from yeah. what I'm hearing, it's uh, like sci-fi RPG. Because they, they've got like the post-apocalyptic with Fallout, and they've got like the fantasy with Elder Scrolls. So I'm mm. assuming this is going to be like... I best I could, you know, compare it to would be like Mass Effect-y. Ooh, I'm oh, in. <laughs> And Bethesda does a really good job with their RPGs, so I'm kind of excited about it, but it sounds like it's going to be next-gen, like, still pretty far out.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that's years away. We could have two sci-fi, story-driven games like that at the same time with the 2077 and and this. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that's
0: true. Yeah. Um, Anything else for you guys? I mean, they talked about another Doom game and another Wolfenstein game, but I haven't really played any of the re- recent ones of those, so I, I don't really have anything to contribute neither there. Neither
3: have I. I did see... Uh, I did watch somebody play the last Wolfenstein game. I can't remember what it was
0: called. Like New Colossus or something, I think.
3: Yeah, something like that. It looks a lot... Like, it looked like you... I mean, he was having a lot of fun with it. And, and, you yeah. Know,
0: but... I've heard good things about them. I just... No, yeah. my, me and myself haven't played them. Um... Any other thoughts for Bethesda? We'll move on to Square. Nothing? All right. Uh, Square Enix. What for Square Enix caught you? I mean, we we already talked a little <laughs> bit, I guess, about Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts 3 is happening. Yep. Um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, I think, looks pretty cool.
3: I'm hesitant.
0: Have you played either of the other most recent Tomb Raider games? Either the Rise Square- of the Tomb Raider or Tomb Raider?
1: No, I played Rise
0: a little bit. I think they're both really good.
1: Yeah, and they look great too.
0: So I would I would highly recommend those if anybody's looking to get in. Those are straight single player. There's no multiplayer for those. Um, it's I th- I feel like it's Square Enix taking a lot of uh, points from the Uncharted franchise, and and kind of bringing it into what a Tomb Raider game is. That are really story driven and. You know the the climbing aspect of it kind of reminds me of Uncharted, and the shooting kind of reminds me of Uncharted. Um, But yeah, I I still have a lot of fun with those. I haven't bought them when they first come out. I usually catch them like a year later when you get like the Game of the Year edition with them. But yeah, I I would highly recommend those. I do look. I am looking forward to this one. The
3: gameplay trailer looked to me a lot like um, Assassin's Creed. Oh, a lot of okay. a lot of hiding and stealth uh, yeah, there's, and
0: yeah, there's sections like that.
3: And uh, I mean, uh, it looked cool, but it looked like it was more, you know, killing people more so than actual, you know, lore and actual raiding tombs and <laughs> you, you know, it I, yeah. it, just, it seemed like it was more like Laura Croft assassin. <laughs> it was it was and... kind of like watching um
1: somebody fight animals too. It's just kind of. Like...
3: Yeah, like, I want to see her going through a temple trying to get said idol more so than I want to see her running around a jungle
0: killing people. Yeah, and, I mean, they the story...
3: So I'm thinking, to me, it, it it's a little off-base to what Tomb Raider should be. But maybe I just... Just that clip just threw me off.
0: Yeah, I think it's more the clip because even the stories for the first two usually involve her trying to find some sort of a... a relic or something to try to keep it away from the bad guys and, you know, Indiana Jones style type stuff. But over the course of that story, there are certain sections of maps like areas that you play through where you can go into like these mini side quests of a tomb and get a thing. So you're puzzle puzzle solving through the tomb to get said relic or something Yeah, I want want to
3: see her jumping through obstacles and trying to solve puzzles and stuff like that. I
0: want a little less assassinating
3: little entire pl- the other platoon one. of mercenaries.
1: If, if it's anything like the first one, or the one that I played, um, you die a lot by a lot of contraptions and things. Yes. And random holes in the ground that you're like, oh, that's there, okay, dead.
0: Yeah, <laughs> when you get into the tombs and stuff, there are, there yeah. are a lot of traps there.
1: So it's kind of like uh, save your game, die a few times, figure out how to get past the next thing. It gets annoying sometimes but the it game does looks look great.
3: it does graphically it looks you know like it's a pretty smooth engine.
0: Yeah. Uh the only other one for me from Square Enix was just cause 4.
1: The tornado think, looked pretty cool.
0: Yes, the fucking there's tornadoes now like it was it was crazy enough before and now they're adding weather effects they're going to destroy the environment too that you have to play through and and get around like that's going to be insane. Those those games are just straight up crazy. Like they know they're crazy and they play into the crazy and I love everything about it.
3: It looked too crazy for me, but I've never played <laughs> any other just causes. The tornadoes did look really cool.
0: Yeah. Just cause three, I think has, I, I seem to be, keep seeing it on sale. I bought it maybe around Christmas time and I have played it for a little, i still never beat it, but they just drop you into an Island and just basically like, okay, go to town. Like there's missions to take, but you can just commandeer like anything and use it to destroy everything. And most of the stuff you have to do is to destroy enemy installations to try to take over the, like run the coup to take over the Island to, uh, dethrone the leadership. So the point of the game is just to cause destruction and blow shit up. And they do it so well in that game. It's just really, really fun. Yeah. It's kind of like
1: if Far Cry, um, was totally not about stealth at all.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: It basically yes. would would be the same kind of game.
0: So between the run, tornadoes, running gun, huh? Oh yeah. Um, and they overhauled that whole tether system that he has. They said that would like
3: that actually did look pretty cool. Where he was like tethering a whole bunch of automobiles together and hanging them from a
0: building and stuff.
3: That looked pretty cool.
0: Yeah, they brought the tether in. I think with the last one, a little bit more. And then they added like the wingsuit and stuff like that to give you a little bit more maneuverability, just getting over the island and stuff like that. So that looked really cool. They're saying they're making the enemies harder and different types of enemies in Just Cause 4 that are going to give you a little bit more of a headache. So that's good, because I think the the AI in Just Cause 3 is, they're just like, they stand there until you shoot them. (laughs) So the enemies aren't that difficult. They're just numerous, I guess, which is what causes a problem. But if they're a little bit more tactical and armored up and give you a little bit more of a challenge, that could be really, really interesting. Um, and this one comes out before the end of the year, it comes out in December. So I'm curious to see how this one turns out too. Uh, all right. Do you want to move on to, did, was there Ubusa? any, I, I didn't
3: see any, what there was no final fantasy, anything, nothing.
0: They had something for final fantasy online, but I haven't been keeping up with final fantasy. Uh, so that did not hit yeah, my radar. That, uh,
3: at final Fantasy online that doesn't you know,
0: really yeah okay yeah i didn't see like a proper final fantasy thing okay um should we slide into ubisoft sure ubi uh anything from ubisoft oh this is your other pirate game andy yeah skull and bones
3: yeah looks pretty cool looks uber complicated <laughs> yeah
1: i i thought it kind of has that feel to it like we were talking about with the crew and stuff where you don't get to to really be a pirate and walk around a ship because it's more of a strategy based game where you're controlling the whole ship at once
3: right
0: like your
3: character is the ship yeah yeah
0: that's why i couldn't really tell if like if you play multiplayer is it just you captaining your ship and then like you play with someone else who is captaining their ship or is it someone's at the helm like sea of Thieves. someone at the helm someone at the cannon someone doing the sails someone on lookout
3: no no it looks like everyone has their own ship yeah everyone is okay. is the ship basically yeah you are the ship yeah all so right you well, get to yeah, say when you you get to say where it turns weighs an anchor um sails cannons boarding all from your little command post or whatever cuz it's supposed to the, the it's the engine from black flag right
0: that's what I think. I think, yeah, they, they took the ship combat and sailing mechanic from Black Flag and sort of spun it into, that's the the old Assassin's Creed game, Black Flag, and spun it into their own type of game, which is where Skull and Bones comes from. That was what I remember reading about last year or the year before.
3: Yeah, because we talked about this last year.
0: It was, yeah, it was last year. Sorry, you're right.
3: So did they, did they postpone it
0: again, or? I don't know if it ever really had a release date last year. Like, they just okay. announced that it was coming and they showed a little bit of it, so we're seeing more of it this year. So, it still might be I don't even remember actually if we saw a release date.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's like real simple though. Almost like you collect the loot from from the water just by driving over it.
0: Well, that's how yeah, that's how Black Flag was too. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know it. I think I've got my pirate fix. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh the thing
3: I like about it is uh, it's um I really like Sea of Thieves, but it's it's a little cartoony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this one looks like it's a little more uh you know, video game realistic. I don't know how to describe it, but Right, right. Um so it looks a little bit more uh
0: adult? Yeah. Yeah. So do you have a um, I mean do you have a preference between the two or do you want to try to give this one a shot before you make the call between the two?
3: Yeah, I would want to try and play both of them uh, this is another one of those ones where i'm confused as to what the multiplayer part of it is because that in in the trailer they show that um portugal portuguese war galleon coming in on them and then he like he sees other players and he's like hey help me and yeah. then they all gang up on this portuguese man of war and then they all start killing each other <laughs> so I, i'm i'm i'm, I'm kind of confused as to if you can allow that to happen or if you just or if it's like Sea of Thieves, where you see a ship and you're just like, ah, fuck them, and you just like start blowing the shit out.
0: Well, that's always the the, you know, what everyone seems to be curious about when you start talking about online games and how all these you can you can have random players enter your game and stuff like that. It could go. Everybody has the best intentions when you're talking about modes like that, but then when you actually get online and play, everyone's a dick. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean Sea of
3: Thieves was almost unplayable for me. Because I had never really played it before because of the griefing. Yeah. And I'm not a really good gamer. So, like, a lot of people were killing me
0: consistently. (laughs) And there's no reason. It's just because they see you and we must kill you. That's
3: because I'm I'm assuming they got bored or whatever. And they're like, I'm going to kill this guy over and over and over and over and over.
1: It really depends on, like, for me, in pretty much any game that I play multiplayer, I try to do a looking for group just to find somebody that's looking to do the same stuff as I am. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, and, I usually just try to solo all that stuff and that doesn't work out yeah. real well for me. So I <laughs> guess I thieves. need to do a little bit more planning on that aspect. I mean aspect. you can play sometimes. Sea of
1: Thieves, we we can do looking for group and find a couple guys to go play on the ship. And if you have a good crew, you, you do well. Even if someone comes after you, then somebody will drop off and we, you can board the people trying to follow you and stuff. Like. It it really sucks whenever you have a bad crew and you have somebody who's following you who just wants to kill you, even if you don't have anything. <laughs> yeah. Cause then, and then what happens is they'll kill you, and then they'll find you again when you respawn, and they'll kill <laughs> you again. So it really just comes down to if you have a good crew, then it's not going to be worth their time because they're going to be like, "Wow, we're getting we're getting beat up too. Let's just leave these guys alone." So, really, just have to you have to find the right people, and I think that goes for any game.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, I think part of it was *Sea of Thieves* too. Is just maybe just the lack of content. Like, there's nothing really better to do than to just kill people over and over again for yeah. some of these players. Some,
1: I think, what happens is you get, you get like what you said, griefers. You get people who all they want to do is PvP, which yeah, it can be fun. I, I would think that if you had a whole crew of people that all they wanted to do is PvP, that would actually would be fun. But yeah. to the people who are just trying to, you know, make some gold to get some some cool clothes they're going to think that's griefing in reality it's a pirate game it's just the way it is
3: yeah i I understand that i just I, you know sometimes i just want to log on find an island look where the treasure is kill some skeletons and go back to the. To, and i the don't i
1: don't know if you've had bad luck or something but i i find that that's doable very often um
3: I mean I got the the 20 chest achievement so I I've, yeah. I've had some sessions where you know you see another ship they leave you alone you leave them alone that's fine and then I've had other sessions where I'm like good god <laughs> <laughs> so but then again I try to solo it or me and Em will try and play together but we it's a two man crew is not going to survive against the galleon or anything so Yeah But yeah I'm 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 Looking forward to this game. I' uh, curious to see what it's going to be all about. Never played Black Flag, so it'll be like entirely new experience for
0: me. I I feel like you could probably find Black Flag, but Black, Black Flag Black <laughs> Flag, uh, fairly cheap now since it's probably a couple years old. Like if oh, yeah, you wanted sure. to give that game a go, just to see what the ship. I'm combat sure I could probably
3: like, get like Game of the Year for like five bucks at this point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if you're that curious, I'd say between now and then, because I don't really know, again, when this Skull and Bones comes out, that in the meantime, if you want to give Black Flag a shot and play the ship combat stuff and see what you think, and if they poured it you know, from that into Skull and Bones, then you might actually have a little head start of what it feels like and what you think.
1: Was the combat the same in Rogue, too?
0: I never played Rogue, mm. so I'm not sure.
1: That's on 360. I don't if his back compat.
0: I think it is now. I feel like all the Assassin's Creed games are now.
1: Okay. Because I have... Black Flag. Yeah, because I think Black
0: Flag was free for Xbox Xbox One at one point, and I think that's when I picked it up.
1: I got it when it was like $6 or something. Okay. Back when I first bought my Xbox One.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, speaking of Assassin's Creed, Ubisoft is obviously making another Assassin's Creed. This is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. This one's Ancient Greece. Uh, It looks like you get some sort of powerful spear. That gives you a little bit of a leg up, I guess, in the combat. Like they're like kicking people off ledges, like across them. You know,
3: what's what's great is they're doing the uh, Leonidas from 300 kick. Yeah, which is that's what fucking I've seen, yeah, awesome, in my opinion. And the the spear is actually uh, a piece of Leonidas's spear, so I think you're actually related, okay, to King Leonidas in some form or fashion.
0: I know I was talking to Romano about this because he's the Assassin's Creed guru, and I know he's excited for this one. He was actually theorizing that the spear like if you followed the story from the other games is like the uh Templars are always after the piece of Eden, which is some sort of relic that they're they're always after in every time period and stuff like that. That his theory was the spear might actually be that piece of Eden in oh, this okay. game.
2: Okay.
0: So that could be a cool little twist for the story if they go that route. Um I don't know, what do you guys think of the Assassin's Creed? It looks beautiful. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I'm sure that that'll be a good setting, you know. I I don't know how much of Europe they'll actually show besides Greece, maybe maybe some more areas. But
0: have you guys? How much of the Assassin's Creed games have you played, Jeff? You said you had Black Flag. Did you play any other ones? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Andy? I'm not. You know, I'm I, I never maybe actually it either.
1: I never played black, any of the Assassin's Creed games before that, and I was just looking for something to add to my Xbox because I I didn't have much <laughs> when I first got it, you know. So I threw it in, and I'm like. What is this office that I'm in? I'm in mean, like oh, suddenly yeah. in a cubicle. Like, what? what yeah. is it? So I I was texting my friend, and he's like, "Yeah, that's how all of them are. They, they they do this memory thing." I'm like, "Oh, okay." I had no idea at the time, but
0: which yeah that the you know, the stuff in in the quote unquote present day or whatever you're doing before you get in the machine that accesses memories that those parts of the games always felt distracting to me. I'd rather just be in the the past playing through these characters like that's the fun part i don't really give a shit about the other stuff
3: it's kind Um, of like the the movie was like that too i i liked seeing him in the past less so than i saw him in the what did they call that machine that you're in or whatever it's the animus yeah the animus
0: yeah um yeah, so I know Romano's going to be getting that. I might pick it up later. I don't think I've... I haven't bought an Assassin's Creed game like day one for a while. I usually pick them up after the fact.
1: Yeah, I might get um the latest one in Egypt. What's that one called?
0: Origins. Yeah. That one also looks really cool. Just
1: because it would be a nice thing to, to showcase how nice my Xbox One X looks. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see it. I never...
0: Romano swears by that game. He really likes it. He said he's put over, like, 120 hours in that thing and still not done.
1: Really? And is there more to it than just, you know, running around, sneaking up behind people and stuff? I think
0: there's more of an RPG element to this one. Really? Like, leveling stuff up and getting different equipment and gearing your guy out and stuff like that. I think there's more of that that's in this one, in Origins, that's been in past Assassin's Creed games. Okay. Like, you, you could always get some gear to, like, make your guy a little bit better, but... It was just based on stats of like the weapons and, and stuff like that that you've had. So I think there, there might be going a little bit more full bore into that for this one. Or for Origins, not not Odyssey. Of course, I don't know. Odyssey might do the same thing. I'm not real sure.
3: Probably.
1: They probably found that formula pretty good too.
3: Yeah. I know uh, Emily's pretty
0: excited to be able to play as a female assassin.
3: I guess that's the yes. first time they've, yeah. they've allowed this.
0: Well, they had, I actually picked up Assassin's Creed Syndicate because it was uh, free, was the the games with gold last month or the month before. And that one, you can alternate between a male and female character. So you don't pick one and you're like, you're not stuck with one from the start. You can just alternate between the two, but that does have a playable female assassin. That one was actually kind of cool too. That's the one that's in like London. It was it was pretty sweet i know a lot of uh at
3: least uh, um <laughs> an assassin's creed fanboy i know at work uh is constantly telling me like god damn it feudal japan god damn it feudal japan <laughs> like every time one releases he's like but it's not feudal japan so apparently a lot of uh, assassin's creed fanboys want assassin's creed feudal japan with that could samur- be samurais too. and ninjas and shit so yeah and it's, it's not it so he's he's upset. <laughs> they
1: should do like uh the time of uh conquistadors in like um central america oh, like, or something.
3: Yeah, that like Mont- Montezuma and yeah, Aztec, Incan stuff.
1: Like see what um whatever that was Tenochtitlan or whatever it looked like back then that'd be pretty cool.
0: It does seem like they're really just jumping around with the time periods. Like They just pick whatever the hell they feel like at this point and, and go for it. But I guess that's what you got to do when you try to put a game out every year. So we'll have to see what they pick next year now. Kudos uh, anything man. else? Hashtag
3: Kudos <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least you're you're speaking for your buddy. That's cool. Uh, Anything else from Ubisoft? We already talked about Division. Is there anything else from you guys?
3: I can't remember if there were any other reveals they
0: had. I had two more that I listed. I, I've never played. Were the those first the one. really weird ones? Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe, uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two, I think looks cool. Even yeah. though I've never played the first one, that it does that look looks cool. pretty insane. It makes me want to play the first one. The first was one was, was a fairly old game, wasn't it? Yes, that was I think original X was it Xbox or Xbox well, Three Hundred and Sixty?
1: What is the com? What is the, the point of the game? Is it some kind of combat? What is it?
0: I honestly don't know because I've never played the first one and oh. I remember it flying under my radar that I never really paid attention to it. But I do remember hearing people really enjoying that game. I just never took the time to look into it and try to play it. And even the trailer that they've showed for Beyond Good and Evil 2, I don't know what the gameplay is like. Yeah. I, the trailer made, made me think
1: this looks like a really good movie. Can we have just a movie baseline? <laughs> yeah,
0: I'd be fine with that too, actually.
1: I'm just wondering if it's going to be like an open world kind of like RPG. Is it, you know, just a, a single story that you just play through, kind of like a Battlefront two kind of right. yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, that could be one. I definitely have my eyes on it. I don't know when I'll decide to try to play it or go back and play the first one, but from the trailer, it caught my attention, and it's it's flying on my radar somewhere now that I'm. I'd like to learn more about it. I just didn't get to do all the research before we started recording. So I know nothing going into this. Uh, the last game I have for Ubisoft is Trials Rising, which is the the dirt bike game. Because <laughs> I've played the other two trials, a few trials games, and they are so fucking fun. But amazingly frustrating at the same time. But I still love them and play them. They're all about, like, just how the bike physics work and trying to get around obstacles and... and you're against the clock and then if you have other friends that play you're racing against their ghosts trying to beat their time and stuff like that but when you get to some of those harder levels holy crap are they difficult those are those are throw the controller type difficult <laughs> um if either of you played any of the trials games or it's just me no nope no I'm going to take that as a no okay It looks kind of
3: Tony Hawkish to me where you just kind of get in the air and button mash until you do a bunch of tricks.
1: That game was gold that I got like a month ago. Trials of the blood dragon. Is that a trial? Yes. Yes.
0: That's kind of like a spinoff, I guess that's, that's a melding between trials and then the blood dragon spinoff from far cry three.
1: Yeah. I have that too.
0: Yeah. So it like melded those two worlds together. So it, I started playing a little bit. I think that one has some sort of like a story element to it where the other trials games don't. You're just picking tracks and you'd like it, Andy. You're just picking tracks from a list and <laughs> going through them.
3: Yeah, that, those type of games don't need story modes in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I
3: Because they have, they have story mode racing games. They have like, um, oh, what is it? Uh, there was a movie just recently with Aaron Paul. Oh, need for Speed. There you go.
0: Wasn't all that recent, but it was I do like that movie. Recent enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those games, the Need for Speed games really try to push the story in their right. games. And right. I can't get into either of those. I've tried the last I've seen the last couple and I, I couldn't get into them. Yeah, just let me
3: log on, pick a track, collect my cars, customize, paint. I don't I don't need all that other
0: jazz. Yeah. Uh I think that's it for me for Ubisoft. Anything else from you guys? Well, there's that
1: Starlink thing, but I didn't really look, look at it too closely. I just saw they gave, what's his name?
0: Some kind of Star oh, Fox. Oh, yeah, Star name. Fox is in there, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because they had a deal with Nintendo last year to put Mario in one of the the Rabbits games that they have. Oh, yeah. And I think that's continuing, and then they have another game. Donkey they... Kong's in it now, too. Yeah, that's right. Um and then the game Jeff's talking about, it almost seems like they have, it's like the collectibles, where you go to the store, you buy this thing, and it lo- lo- loads the ship into the game. Oh
1: yeah, Amiibos.
0: Yeah. Yes, that's it. Yeah. And so they're, they're doing a game like that, where you collect the ships, but they're bringing over Star Fox and his fighter for that game, which Star Fox alone gets me interested, but not enough to want to buy the game and all those collectibles. Well, it looks like, like
1: that. the game is actually for Switch, which I was surprised by too.
0: That would make sense, too, because I guess they probably don't Nintendo probably doesn't want their character being Star fox played on other consoles, so it probably would make it a switch exclusive that makes sense. I don't know if
1: it's exclusive or not, but I'm sure that Star fox is exclusive to the switch
0: uh that okay like if the game gotcha. if star
1: if this Starlink comes out somewhere else, then obviously you don't have the Amiibo hardware that you could use to get the star fox into it, so yeah, I don't know if it's exclusive or not, but
3: yeah. It might be no, I think, like I uh, think that makes sense. What was that fighting game with the the swords?
0: Where the, I don't uh, know if that's real specific. Fighting game with the
3: swords. <laughs> um Soul Calibur? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know how like they had a, a different character for each console that they release it on? You could right. play as the guy from Tekken for Sony and uh you could play as Spawn for, Spawn for Xbox. Spawn Xbox and uh
0: Link was in yeah. Nintendo. Yep. Yeah.
3: So it might be something like that. Yeah, you can play yeah, a I console think it, has- um,
1: uh, Skyrim. If you have the Link Amiibo.
0: Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Um. All right, so we move on to Sony. Um. Anything from Sony? Do you want to jump into Destiny now, Andy? Because this is where the trailer came from. They they showed that trailer during the Sony briefing. As much as you want to skate around the issue. I don't know if there's anything you want to chime in about for Destiny.
3: Not really. It, it still hasn't
0: pulled me back in, honestly. Does the stuff you've heard about this next content been enough to get you excited or no? Are you still... Pretty hesitant. Okay.
3: I feel like I got sort of burned on 2 and Osiris, so...
0: Yeah, Like I said, I will say I think Warmind is better than Osiris. So I think if you're looking to jump in, Warmind might give you a little bit more of a hopeful outlook on the game. Um, But this Forsaken DLC that comes out in September, that's the one I think that's going to overhaul the game, kind of like Rise of Iron did for the first Destiny, that really changed up some of the dynamics and made it a little bit more accessible and and fun to play. I feel like Forsaken's going to do that. So we'll see what happens. The trailer looks like they're going to kill possibly a major character, which I'm not happy about, so I don't <laughs> I am surprised they put that in the trailer. I thought that would be a really fun story reveal just playing the DLC and to see that kind of happen and shock everybody. But whatever. I mean, I guess they Troy, they've got me we've talked about interested. It in movie trailers before making a good trailer is an art and some people are really bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 I mean, they've got people talking about the game. I will give them that because immediately after that trailer happened, like social media was like, "What is happening and why are they doing that to that person?" So, they've they've definitely got people's interest. Whether or not they're going to, you know, boycott the DLC because of that or like they want to get in there and take out the person that possibly killed this other person. We'll we'll have to see. But yeah, I'm I'm still on board for the game. I still play it. I think this will definitely give me another excuse to jump back in. I haven't decided if I'm going to pay like the 70 bucks or whatever for the annual pass or if it's going to be just the $40 for the straight first type of content. I'll have to, I'll, that'll be a decision for future Brian to make. Uh, anything else from Sony for you guys?
3: That Spider-Man looks awesome. Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. Um, who I'm the jealous. hell was on the helicopter? I don't know what villain that is.
0: I only know the name. I don't know too much about him, but I think that's Mister Negative.
3: I don't know. I've never. I, I, what?
0: Yeah, I <laughs> I don't know what part of the comic he's been in or anything. I haven't seen him in any any type of like animated series or anything before. I think he's got to be a newer villain because I don't remember him from other Spider Man things yeah, before. He's he like
1: uh, one of those guys that you go to a restaurant and they're like, "This place sucks." <laughs> <laughs> Just a pessimist about everything. But yeah, that game. The game does look. Amazing, and um, you know, I I'm not going to go out and buy a PlayStation Pro, so I'll probably never play it, which is sad. But
0: I I do you know between this and Last of Us and Uncharted Four, there are definitely games that I want to get a PS4 for. Yep, I just don't know when I will have the money to get one. You know, but those are definitely on my list of if I get one, those are the first ones I'm getting. Last of Us, I, I the
1: gameplay that I saw, it it didn't look anything better than. And some other stuff that I've seen too, you know. But I will that, say that like, the story seems like that's what everybody talks about with Last of Us. So
0: Yeah. yeah. That's why I would play it would be for the story. Right. The I was story... impressed
1: though with the gameplay in one critical part. She dodges the way she dodged the knife whenever whenever the guy would come at her and she would just be like you know. I, I was I was pretty impressed. It was pretty natural looking.
3: Yeah. I played a little bit of the first one, and the the mechanics to me were like super ultra clunky. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it, it it made it nigh unplayable for me. But oh. I kept playing for a while because the story was so good.
1: Maybe this will be an improvement on the on the one complaint you had about the first one.
0: It could be. Cause I mean, that's that, what I the... hear about the game. I don't hear yeah. a lot about like oh, yeah. it plays really well. I hear yeah. about how good the story is. Graphically, it looks nice too. Um yeah, it was kind of
3: like it was the game that came with my uh, PS4, so I was like, "Ooh, play it!" And I was like, "I heard great things about this and zombies," and it was just like, "Oh God, well, this is hard." <laughs> you know what was
1: interesting <laughs> about that preview or the um trailer? There really weren't any infected people. It was all no, they, you didn't, know, yeah, I think they, they didn't. they all died show,
3: off. They didn't show any of that.
1: So maybe this is sort of like uh, you know, the most dangerous thing is other people now, and not not the infected. Uh,
3: well, that's kind
0: of what uh, The Walking Dead's all about now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think those are those are both on my list. Um, the other one that stood out to me was the Resident Evil 2 remake.
1: Yeah, that was pretty
3: gory.
0: Looked really cool. Um, I was confused by the
3: developers that were showing it off. Kept calling it not a remake. If it's not a remake, how is it Resident, Resident Evil 2? I'm confused. Yeah, I'm... this is an entirely new game, Resident <laughs> Evil Two. No, no,
0: no, no. Yeah, I don't know where the terminology <laughs> is getting lost, but it seems like, from what I understand, it's the same exact story and environments and stuff as Resident Evil Two. They're just revamping like the engine that it plays off of and the camera angle you use to go through it. So it's right. not like the top-down locked camera right. of the original Resident Evil Two. So it's a remake, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah, they yeah, meant that's <laughs> my <laughs> understanding,
3: but maybe it's not he... a remake. It's totally a new game. Maybe they <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe they meant, it's not a remaster.
3: Oh, okay. Maybe that's what they meant. But they that's not what they... they
0: that it is actually a remake. Over over like, again. they
1: made a game again, you know? Like, yeah. it's a new game.
0: There's... I think it's one of those things where they're probably saying, thinking in their head, like, well, we built this from the ground up right. on this new engine. So but, to them, it's not a remake. It's something new that they've I built that from they, scratch. I think
1: they should have been defending, this is not a remaster.
3: Yes. That makes more sense. I wouldn't have had... You know, it wouldn't have been Mr. Negative or Captain... What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> Professor About Navy. it, but yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, Resident Evil 2 is one of the most requested games that they've wanted had remade, so the fact that they're finally doing it and bringing in, like, the shooting mechanic and camera angle of Resident Evil 4, I'm all for this. Resident because Evil think, 4 was, uh, in my opinion, the trophy. Yes, I agree. And did you notice that, unlike Resident Evil 4, you can aim and move at the same time? <laughs> so that is a big step in the right direction for that game. Um, the only other thing that I think yeah. I have written down is what the fuck is going on with Death Stranding. Yeah. I have no idea what that game is about. That's
3: pretty much enough said right there. I, <laughs> yeah, that, it was ultra creepy. With the umbilical cords and the babies and... Yeah.
0: It looks really, really pretty. But I have no idea what the hell's going on or why
3: yeah they made they made uh what is his name Norman Reedus look awesome I mean yeah. he looked like he was straight out of Walking Dead,
0: yeah that that's that's all I got I, I don't, I don't to, know if I'd ever play that game yeah. but I look God forward damn it, it to hearing pretty.
1: about what sense does this make like i i will I' will be very happy <laughs> to read all about the story and spoil it for myself, but I'm not playing that it's yeah. just not happening
0: be one of those things I watch on YouTube, someone else play the game, yeah, and get yeah. really confused as to what the fuck's going on.
3: Speaking of confusing, that other game that you had listed looked ultra confusing as well. It looked, it was kind of uh, Inception-y.
0: Oh, was that like Control, I think was the yeah, name of that.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was from Remedy, the guys that did Alan Wake and Quantum Break, I think.
1: And Max Payne.
0: Oh, they did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one looked trippy as hell. Yeah. But I could, I felt like I could get more on board with that one than Death Stranding.
3: It looked, yeah, it looked like the the character you play as the woman almost had like godlike abilities, like she was like floating and or like force. She looked like she was
0: a Jedi or something.
3: Yeah, she was That's definitely like kinda... throwing
0: stuff across the room and floating with, at like, the same time. Like, yeah, yeah, it looked. Oh, I don't know, like pretty slick. Confusing. And I'd seen but slick. <laughs> some other gameplay where like she almost brings up like a force field, like she she tries to block incoming fire, and you see her like. Kind of like duck down a little bit and like it just rips some of the pieces off the ground beneath her and then like it comes up in front of her to block incoming fire which that alone looked really fucking cool and the gun that's like constantly moving that was crazy and cool so I yeah I, I don't really know anything about that one but that one looked pretty interesting too and I'm hoping the other thing I had a hard time trying to figure out from Sony's conferences, I don't know what Sony's exclusive games are and what are for all systems. So, like, this control game, I don't know if that's for Xbox as well or if it's just for PlayStation.
1: You would think that since they didn't say that it might actually be coming to other places like PC.
0: I don't think they said anything for the ones we know that are exclusives, like uh, Last of Us and Death Stranding and Spider-Man. I don't think they said anywhere up front that those are exclusives. Yeah. Like, Microsoft made it a point. Every time they showed a trailer, this is well, Xbox exclusive or world premiere. Microsoft's or
1: the one with something to prove, whereas PlayStation already has the exclusives. So. That's true. Microsoft yeah. wants to be very, very uh, upfront and honest and say, listen, this is going to be exclusive so that our shareholders are like, hey, awesome. Right. <laughs> whereas Sony's like, yeah, you guys know what's up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, Sony's still winning that race big time, yeah. so they're not too worried about it. So and I really feel care. like
3: Sony didn't really cover any of the 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 games or anything from any of the outside non-exclusive um developers as which like Microsoft had like uh Ubi, Ubisoft games and right. like, other games kind of like melded into the Microsoft presentation. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: That's true. Um, they did stick
1: to uh so maybe most of these or all of them are exclusive. Yeah.
0: Yeah, see, that's a little bit more reason why I need to get a PS4 then, because some of these games, like that Control game, I think looks really interesting, and I'd like to give that a shot, but I was kind of hoping that was going to come to Xbox, and I'd be able to play it. Yep. So, all right. Um, I know Andy's trying to get out of here. Anything else for Sony? Nothing else? All right. Uh, Nintendo's the last one. Andy, I don't know if it's up to you if you want to stick around a little bit for Nintendo or if you want to cut out. I don't know that there's a lot to say about it. Okay, we'll see if we can get through it quickly. Um, I had three things that I took notes on from Nintendo. Super Mario Party's coming. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> for that. That's coming out in October. Um, Fortnite is coming to the Switch.
1: Which I already downloaded, and I tried it.
0: <laughs> and Snooper, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is coming to the Switch. Are you guys the the year Are you in guys into Smash?
3: Are you guys Smash fans? Uh, I think it's a fun game. I was never really, really good at it. Yeah. and Same um, here. Oh, yeah. Fuck Little Mac. <laughs>
0: Forgot about your hatred of a bit Fuck little that little fuck <laughs> Sorry Do you get owned I'll... by him in Smash too or is it just other games
3: He's a boxer get the fuck out of here <laughs>
0: uh, So yeah those are the three that I wrote down So whatever you guys want to chime in for those three
1: Yeah Smash Brothers seems pretty cool um, I'm sure there will be some kind of like Big uh, you know Electronic uh, gaming league or something that comes up around oh, I'm, it. Oh, yeah. I'm so sure it'll be a world championship. That'll be whatever, that'll yeah. be the big the big get on Switch. Um that'll probably make a lot of switches, you know, uh yeah. be sold Cause, I mean it's going gonna...
0: to the amount of people they had in that game. They touted it as like everyone that's ever been in a Smash Brothers game ever. Yeah,
1: and they, the cool thing I thought was that you actually have to unlock people too. You don't just get them from the start. Uh, um, okay, that's interesting. So they're going that's... back to their roots a little bit on that.
3: So nice. you have to play the game to get the characters. Yep. Are any yeah. of them going to be like Amiibo? Um, I don't really
1: know. I don't. I don't know if I read that anywhere. Hmm. It'd be cool if it was. I wish that uh, I had some use for my Lego Dimensions characters.
3: They're all. <laughs> they're all just sitting in a drawer. Was that a good game? We we kind of bought a lot of the clearance stuff when they kind of canceled it and whatnot. I think it's worth
1: it now to pick up since it's so cheap. And then you get to keep the toys. They're 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 legitimate actual Legos. They're not like, you know, some kind of fake thing like those keychains that you get sometimes. Right. And I have I have a lot of minifigures more than I should. So <laughs> they just add to my collection.
0: It's the only way you'll be able to play Lego Ghostbusters content. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the true. way to go.
1: Um but yeah, um really I I was excited for the Lego or like for the Nintendo E3, because there were some leaks early in the week that Best Buy had accidentally messed up, I guess. And, um, it looked like Netflix and YouTube and possibly a browser were coming to the switch, which would actually be pretty nice. Cause it's, it's a decent sized tablet. It's got decent battery. Yeah. Um, but none of that stuff came out. So I, I would, I'm really surprised that that's the case. Cause it really looked like a legitimate leak. Um, yeah. Cause it'd be kind of cool to watch a, watch Netflix on there, or or even jump on like the airplane Wi-Fi and watch their videos through through that through through it instead of my
3: phone. Um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you you can do that on Wii and uh, Wii U, right?
0: What like Netflix and all that stuff? Yeah,
1: yeah, but you can't take it with you.
0: Oh, right.
1: Okay. The so Wii U pad is locked to the Wii to the Wii U in your house. But, uh, um,
0: Jeff, you said you got Fortnite, too?
1: Yeah, I got Fortnite, and um, it worked, seems to work fine. I mean, it's just... Uh, and, and it's cross-play with Xbox and PC. So, um, what was weird, It's though, funny
0: that Sony's still holding out with the cross-play well, stuff. Well, this was bad,
1: because... Um, if you had ever played Fortnite on PlayStation, your Ubisoft account just can't even log in on Nintendo. So, like, <laughs> that's what everybody's mad about. It's not, like... Yeah, Sony always stops crossplay, right? But in this case, it's like my game doesn't even work on my account that I want to use, yeah, because I one time played on PlayStation. So,
0: so you have to start from scratch if you play on any other console.
1: No, just PlayStation. Like,
0: I mean, like if you play on PlayStation, if you try to play on like Switch or Xbox or PC, you have to do a complete new account.
1: If you tried to just play on Switch, it was Switch was the only one that was broken. Oh, because, okay. okay. Um, the accounts as they exist today, I think you can cross between them, but they just can't cross play.
0: Okay, gotcha. So okay.
1: I don't play too much. Um, I only played a couple games of it yeah. in my life. So
0: <laughs> yeah, that's about as far as I got. But I was I, most I excited, I think.
1: Um, really, my biggest thing was Mario Party, because I played a lot of Mario Party on the Wii. Um, so that's, that's one was, of the ones I really like.
3: Yeah, it was good on all the consoles, like GameCube, 64. <laughs> I mean, Mario Party's pretty awesome
0: that's one of the best games for like couch co-op now oh
3: yeah great you know it's kind of like a board game and right especially
1: with the switch having a very lackluster um you know they didn't come it didn't come with like a wii sports it didn't that one two switch was not even a console um included game you had to buy that yeah and um so this this could become the new go-to like hey we got stuff to do on the switch you know because it's supposed to be where you get people together um it looked pretty cool because you could actually take um two switches put them next to each other and then you you just draw a line to show how they connect so that they can figure it out and then you can have like a big board game with two switches so then you can go have the characters go between the two
0: so um, that's replayability because you can change up the way the map looks or yeah stuff like that whenever you're playing and
1: also, um, you know, it gives people a reason to buy two switches. So I'm sure Nintendo is uh, yeah, yeah excited about that one.
3: So you have a switch. I'm con- I'm really confused about this. Um, like, what looks like some sort of weird construction papery game? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not buying that. So. What the fuck is
1: that? <laughs> Basically, it's like um, all these construction projects you can build, and then you put the the little side piece. Um, you know, what are they called? Uh, Joy cons. In, into the various spaces, and the sensors can actually understand which you know they the game knows which thing you built. Then the sensors in the in the Joy Cons can actually tell what you want to do. So, in the case of the piano, the one Joy Con has a infrared receiver on the on the front of it, and it actually can tell which which keys you press just based on that. So, if you actually take the reflective tape that they include in, in, in the construction project stuff. And put it in front of it. If you had that mode on, it would just start playing sounds like, you know. So, I don't know. There's a lot of YouTube videos about. it, That's how I know about it. I, I'm, I'm not sold on it. I, like everybody says, well, it's not for you. It's for the kids. I'm like, I don't think kids are having fun with this either. <laughs> yeah. So it just looks ultra confusing. And I think you build too much work. <laughs> you build something once, and it sits in the corner and gets dusty, and you eventually recycle it. That's what I think. Because I. I, I think just like any other kids' toy, they're going to be excited for it, and then they'll never touch it again. Yeah, I can see. that. And it sure seems like that's what happened. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I was very pessimistic about it when it first came out because, and everybody said, "Well, you know, it's it's not it's not you're not the target audience." It's like, well, <laughs> you know, I'm saying the target audience is still also going to not
0: like it. Right. But I still got to give props to Nintendo though. they're experimenting and trying stuff out. So yeah, and
1: that's the way I felt about this Bethesda game. Is that a lot of people were like up in arms about it not having a story or something and being like *Sea of Thieves*? Well, I really like *Sea of Thieves*, so I, I, I this might be the first Fallout game I buy. Right. So, I'm 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 excited for that in that sense too. So, but yeah, I agree with you. Nintendo does do some interesting things. I mean, we got analog stick on a controller from them. Um, you know, like really, their like their D pad is still the best D pad you can get on anything. <laughs> But yeah, maybe we we'll... yeah, I've heard nothing
0: but good things about the Switch. So... I really
1: like it actually. I I just got it about a month ago. So, I definitely I was half and half on it until um I was watching some Labo videos and then I I really liked the hardware in the Labo videos. I'm like this is actually really cool. So,
0: yeah. Um all right, so I think that's probably where we'll shut it down, right? I think we've hit enough. I think we covered everybody.
1: I don't think there's much else here. They had some like Xenoblade junk, but who cares?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all the the Japanese stuff that I don't play yeah. anyway.
1: That's why that's another reason I was going to have an half on the Switch in the first place is
0: there's a good um, portion
1: of the game that I will never even look at.
0: Uh really quickly Andy before you go. We'll just end with this one. Do you want to pick like a a winner quote-unquote winner for you? Something that really stood out that you were taking away from E3 to look forward to in the future? Uh, I'd
3: probably say Bethesda, as confused as I am about Fallout, I always get excited about it, and okay. uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about Starfield and, uh, uh ES6, as far out okay. as they actually are. Yeah.
1: Uh, Jeff, anything from you? Well, I'm really excited about Halo. I've always been real excited about every Halo game that comes out, so, um, the thing is, that's gonna be, like, a year and a half off at the least, Yeah. so... I mean, I, I, obviously, I was most excited for Xbox and Nintendo because I actually own those systems. Um, right. I watched some of the PC stuff too, but um, but yeah, like I, I think as far as most people being excited, I would say that um, it probably is. Uh, it's probably I I think I think the Xbox show did pretty well this year. I think that they they were most improved because I think Microsoft really showed they they have an effort here going to have new exclusives going forward by creating a studio and buying studios. Um, and then they do have some great IP. I mean, they've got Halo, they've got Gears, they've got um, they've got Rare, who is announcing new stuff. You know, I, I would think that Rare is not going to be only Sea of Thieves. I bet they'll probably make some new stuff at some point, too, something new to announce for next year. Well, they um, were
3: on the uh, Battletoads. Well, but yeah, but... Uh, how awesome
1: is Battle really gonna be. I <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I'm half have on that too. But um but yeah, like uh though Sony, you know, they've got their 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 quote unquote like must haves. Um I think that they're losing ground. And I think um I think Nintendo is playing to their audience as well. So I I thought this was a pretty solid E E three all around.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you with Microsoft. I think they're they're setting themselves up for the future. I don't know if I'd say they they yeah, won this one for they me. Won.
1: I think that they won best like best improved, like most improved. Okay, yeah. For sure.
0: Yeah, we'll see what they do in the next couple of years. I, obviously, these E3 conferences always work better when someone has like hardware, like a new console to announce. Those seem like when they do the best. Just talking about games, it's hit or miss. Microsoft, I think, had a... Um, a lot of stuff I'm looking forward to, like Halo, and, and it's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Um, but I think they're they're doing good with some of their games. Sony, maybe it's just because I don't have a PS4, and the fact that I don't have one makes me really want to play the games that I can't play. So to me, a lot of the games I think look better for, for Sony that I'd like to play. But I'm still looking forward to stuff from Ubisoft, like Division looks awesome. Um, I think Just Cause 4 from Square looks awesome. Um, I'm looking forward to Battlefield 5 from EA, and more content from Battlefront 2, so there's a lot of stuff in there, but if I had to pick like a, a winner from the conference, I think I'm, I'd probably go with Sony just because I think the game stuck out to me more. But again, maybe it's just because I can't have them that that's why they stuck out to me more? I don't know.
3: <laughs> Forbidden fruit.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. And Spider-Man. And I'm, Mike's, Romano's never going to let me hear the end of that fucking Spider-Man thing, so, but, yeah. still Still sucks, but it's 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 now become a life goal to play some of these games. I have to I have to get there eventually.
1: One thing that really stuck out to me here is though, um, some of the most exciting things coming out are single player story driven. I mean, we we got the announcement about a new Star Wars game like that. We got like um, you know all of Sony's really good exclusives are going to be single player story driven. Even like Spider Man and stuff. You know.
0: Yeah, Sony's never had a problem sticking their guns with single player story yeah, games, so story driven games.
1: I'd say you know. It's hard for me to say, you know, Sony won, but usually they always do. So I, I would say I like where Sony's going more than I like where a lot of the other stuff is going.
0: Yeah. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Um. All right. I guess that's it for us. We're going to wrap it up. Another E3 in the books. I'm sure next year we'll try to get the same crew together to do it again because that's what we've been doing uh so if you enjoyed the show please stop by itunes leave us five star rating and review be sure to share subscribe favorite the show wherever you can listen to us at we are now available on google play if you haven't found us there yet uh android users you can check us out there um find us on facebook search bright guy and super friends or go to facebook.com slash bright guy super send us questions comments topic suggestions any of that stuff through facebook uh, you can also email us, superfriends at gmail.com or tweet us at bgsuperfriends on Twitter. I've said this for the past five months. I don't check those very often, but you can send us stuff there. I'll get it eventually. On behalf of Andy, Jeff, and myself, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Argh.